I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Lindell and my employees and I want to thank you for your continued support by bringing you the biggest bath sale ever. Get my six-piece towel sets for the lowest price ever, only $39.96. His and her bathrobes, 50% off. Bath mats for as low as $17.49. And I'm also excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. And now they come in even more colors and wide sizes. They're made with the same great patented technology. And yes, you'll still save $90 a pair. So get the biggest savings ever on bath sheets, bath mats, washcloths, hand towels, bathrobes, slippers, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code, and get deep discounts on all MyPillow bath products, including our six-piece towel sets, regular $89.98, now only $39.96. Get all your shopping in while quantities last, so please order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. I am a soldier in the army of my God. 
The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. I had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now 
your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. And keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail. And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. place to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. <laughs> Every day is a Friday. <laughs> Struggle. It feels so good to be here right now After all the trouble we seen Had a running with the law Bad friends lost it all Barely made it out of these streets Been in shootouts Cops kicked the door in Handcuffing me Yeah, it feels so good to be here right now That I'm finally free 
every day is a Friday It's all behind me I can finally breathe Looking in the rear view Nothing but a clear view Didn't think I'd make it here, did you? Through the ups and downs Goes around, comes around Better choose carefully Every day is a Friday It's all behind me Now that I'm finally free I'm finally free So good to be here right now Where I'm supposed to be I finally made it on top Came up from the bottom Brought everybody close with me It's been a hard road Never quit fighting, no I wear the scars with pride Yeah, it feels so good to be here right now Where they said we never would be Every day's a Friday It's all behind me I can finally breathe Looking in the review, nothing but a clear view. Didn't think I'd make it here, did you? Through the ups and downs, goes around, comes around. Better choose carefully. Every day's a Friday, it's all behind me. Now that I'm finally free, I'm finally free. Every day's a Friday, it's all behind me. I can finally breathe Looking in the rear view Nothing but a clear view Didn't think I'd make it here, did you? Every day's a Friday It's all behind me I can finally breathe Looking in the rear view Nothing but a clear view Didn't think I'd make it here, did you? Through the ups and downs Goes around, comes around Better choose carefully Every day's a Friday It's all behind me Now that I'm finally free I'm finally free Fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved, better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. That is in direct response to Miss um, Liana this morning showing us a whole bunch of Norman Reedus's ass, which I really just didn't need to see over and over again. Didn't even need the slow-mo replay that you did. That was... Uh, I mean, it's a fine ass, though. I mean, it's an all right ass. It's okay, I guess, if you're looking at it. I wasn't, but... I missed it. I was working. Uh, well, anyway, so I thought I'd throw some TNA in there. Okay. <laughs> what your name should have been, Liana. TNA, tits and ass. That's what we just saw. Wow. Okay. Hey. There was some tits and ass in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was a lot. Hey, he struggled. Quite James. a bit. Not joking around. He's free. He's like, hey, look, all yeah. this. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> hey, thanks, y'all, to, uh, to everyone who popped in on the RSB show on Rumble today. I was on there for the first hour. That was fun. Um, I think y'all kind of blew his normal rumble numbers out of the water. So well done. Good stuff. Well done, Wolfpack. Mm -hmm. Well done. How was the interview? It was excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Okay. Um, talks about uh, the storm busting capabilities of electroculture and of course the growth potential and all that. And um, a little bit of the, work and effort that I put into making the antennas and, you know, website launches tomorrow. Yeah. made a bunch of antennas this morning. So he did. He helped me wrap antennas this morning. So, um, 
the next so you're few gonna days. get some with mixed love on it actually the all the, the 18 <laughs> inch disgusting. ones i i, I can't put say that the 18 inch ones i labeled uh i, I put your name on them i put mick on them okay. i wrote on them some of them anyway the, the ones I did? No, no, I was just, no, no, I was just random. I was playing with, no, I did, I did all the 18 inch ones that we burned already. I was playing with the, uh, the, the wood burner the wood thing. Burner, yeah. yeah. So the wood writer. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, since you destroyed our content angle, um, last night, well, you know, it is kind of a permanent thing. You said it's not. I was like, well, we, we made a major shift last night. I mean, the we news just sucks. said, fuck the news. I mean, honestly, the news does suck. It's the same shit every day. So I, I thought was, honestly, okay, hold on. So Liana played, uh, she played a movie this morning. She, she played, um, Boondocks Saints, Boondocks Saints too. too. Right. I know. I watched and then the after that, thing. and then after that, she went through some of the news headlines. And at one point I was like, wait, 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 wait. This, this is from, this is like six months ago. Are we watching an old show right now? Cause the headline news that she was reading legit came out six months ago. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? This just goes ex exactly what I said last night. We already knew that. So, like I said, you kind of blew it up. So, since you blew the spot up, it's not a big deal. We'll, we'll still we'll keep I, watching the news. If something new comes up, we'll be happy to report it. But obviously, obviously, it's all the same shit. But I figured we'd go a different direction with it. So, let's start talking preparedness. Situational awareness. Where's your phone? Grab your phone. It's over on the chargers. It's closer to you. Oh, so I got to get it? Yeah, it's closer to you. Right there on the charger. Because it was about to die. All right. So tell me something. Yeah. How many times have you guys gone into a restaurant and seen two people in the booth, one right across from each other, uh huh, and they're both doing this? Yep. Okay. You know, Justin when we did meet one of the things he got on me about was that I let me play on my phone on the show. No, he hates that. I, I let Velen walk outside with the dogs by herself. Oh yeah, he did. And he was that. just like, why are you doing that? And I looked at him. I said, have you seen the size of my dogs? Do you know what those dogs will do for her? Do you know that they will defend that defend her to the end of her life or their lives? They will fucking die first. Ain't nothing touching her. Sure. And he was like, well, that's a, that's an interesting viewpoint. He had never heard that before. I was like, I trust those dogs more than I trust people. Those dogs will do whatever I say and they will protect her to the ends of the earth. I, I mean, all dogs are like that with me. So, so, Immediately, like the next morning, we went to breakfast, me, V, Lynn, and Justin. We met at this little cafe thing. We were outside where dogs were allowed. Yeah. So we brought the dogs with us. We specifically looked for a dog-friendly restaurant because we had the dogs with we, us. We had to take the dogs with us. We couldn't keep them locked yeah. up in the hotel. It's not right. So we went with them to breakfast. And when I, I'm sitting there at the table and I put my phone down because I noticed that these two, are just like this on their phones. So I immediately, I called them out on it. I was like, dude, she got up to go get something to drink for the dogs. And I was like, look, you called me out last night about letting me walk the dogs. You're fucking sitting here at a table with your fucking head buried in your fucking phone. 
that gun's great. It's too late if you don't know what's going on around you. Point is, folks, how many of you guys go to restaurants and the two of you are buried on your phones? If we go to a restaurant and she picks up her phone, I leave mine on the table and I watch. That is your job. One of you, if you're working as a team, one of you has got to, got to, you got to have eyes up today. You, you can't be screwing around with, oh, well, nothing's going to happen here. Bullshit. You don't know that. We have shown over and over again that you never fucking know. You have no idea whether you're going to have time to draw your weapon or not. So that's part of this. It's called situational awareness. You have to be aware of everything going on around you. This is what happens. This is what they claim. I don't believe it. I think this has some drug-induced shit, but there's another side of it. They're trying to claim that what causes PTSD is that heightened state of alertness. I, I don't believe it does. No. Because you know when to turn it way up and you know when to back it all the way back down. There are times, yeah, oh, there are several times that I drive into neighborhoods where I'm going to work and, oh, yeah, you better believe I don't have a headset in my head. I'm, I don't have earplugs in. I don't have anything. I'm listening and watching everything. Man, there are times where I go into a neighborhood and, yeah, I'll throw my fucking headset in and go to work. But what are you willing to lose? If it's just me, I'm, it doesn't matter. You know, but if I'm with my family, oh no, that ain't, that shit ain't playing. Nope, 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 no ma'am, no sir. This is the start of everything. Being situationally aware is going to give you a head start on everything else that's about to come. If I may jump in real quick. Go for it. So this morning on the good book, we, uh, we read the story of the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah and the angels show up at Lot's house and he lets them in. And what happens next? All his neighbors show up and say, hey, who are those two strangers that just went in your house? You need to bring them out here. How did they know they were there? Situational awareness. They were watching for strangers in their neighborhood. Of course, you know, Lot turned around and said, hey, take my two virgin daughters instead. I'm not giving them up. And then later on, um, those two virgin daughters ended up um, laying with their father so that they could continue to carry on his seed. Um, so, you know, it was some fucked up incestuous story, stories. And, you know, when Sarah was claiming to be Abraham's wife, or when Abraham was claiming, claiming Sarah was his, his sister, um, that was actually true. He wasn't lying because she was his half-sister. Lots of incest in the first, in, in Genesis. But there wasn't a whole lot of people, so what are you going to do? <laughs> There's that. I mean, I guess you got to stick it somewhere. Right? Sheep weren't very much available. I, I guess, guess where huh? that, that that's where it comes from. Uh, if you can't keep it in the pants, keep it in the family. <laughs> that could be. But anyway, my point is, um, you know, even in Sodom, where inequity ran rampant, where God literally destroyed them because they were so out of control, just doing whatever the fuck they wanted and not what God wanted them to do. Even they had situational awareness. 
we we have to watch everything. Not only the signs of what's to come, but we've got to watch people. You can't. This day and age is. This is the most untrusting I, I think I've ever seen in America, where we just didn't trust anything. You don't trust the police. Nope. You, yeah, I don't trust people. I, I'm sorry, folks. I don't. I, I, a person, yes. People, no. Mm -hmm. A group of people, nope. I'm sorry. Nope. I can't trust you because I have absolutely no idea what you're going to do or where your beliefs are at. I mean, shit. We can't even trust our own justice department. Shit. We can't even trust our own government. They've lied to us more than anybody else has. True. So how do you stay above that? You got to be situationally aware. How do you do that? Well, pay attention to the news is normally a good start. Used to be at least, mm -hmm. or at least find a podcast you can pay attention to for more than five minutes. That'll tell you about the news. Stay tuned to all the shit going on. Just watch the people around you. Just watch people around you. That's all you have to do. Really, that's what it boils down to. Sparky, groups become mobs. Not necessarily echo chambers. Groups in person become mobs. Yeah, no, no, Mob no. mentality is entirely different from an individual psyche. I, I, just because you can't trust anything anymore. Nobody can trust shit anymore. Wait, I, I, I put up a post today on Instagram. And I said, it, it's a guy that he said, name one thing you can trust more than Joe Biden. And he went through like 25 different things. And it's all the funny shit. Bill Cosby. Yeah. Bill with, Cosby with, with, with a, a drink um, or Bill Cosby with a cocktail, you know, the water in Mexico um, off the street. Um, you name it. All the shit you can trust more than Joe Biden. And there's, there's tons of things out there, but it's funny. Yes. But it's scary because, yeah, what can we trust? I I don't shit. There's nothing I trust anymore. Sparky, Especially if you come from the government and you say you're here to help. I definitely don't trust that. Online groups can become mobs too. Just because they're not beating your ass in person doesn't mean they're not beating your ass. Think about it. Think about the the groups of people online that go and attack a certain person. There's a whole group of pseudo doctors that go and they get paid for it. They go and attack doctors that are promoting ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and et cetera, et cetera. And they're not real doctors. Like they're not medical doctors. Um, they're a mob. And they'll go so far as to like call their place of employment, call the cops on them. Like, I mean, how many people have gotten swatted? How many podcasters have gotten swatted? No that is a mob mentality. That's an out for justice, not for, or yeah. well, out for revenge, not yeah. necessarily justice because 90% of them haven't done anything. Uh, okay. So <laughs> you swat me and how many cops die coming to my house? Too many. Exactly. That's my point. Not worth That's it. not a good end state for anybody. I, this is, if we don't, Take care of our own and our own people. The people that have already been awake, the people that have been here for a hot minute. And I'm not saying just because you just woke up yesterday that you're not welcome. I'm just saying that, look, the people that we're going to remember are the screen names that we see here every day. Mm -hmm. That's the people we're going to remember. And those are the people that tell you the truth. Yeah, I, I, I would look out for. 
They've shown loyalty. Loyalty is above everything. That's why I told you that a long time ago. Loyalty trumps everything. You want the ultimate Trump card? Just be loyal. It, it follows something. Believe in something. Have a belief in something. Have a belief in this country. It's just, man, this country is way off the fucking rails. You have a belief in what this country Used was to be. and can be again. Used to be. Could be again. We got to have the right people, though. And we've got to take away... Literally, you know, it was it the other day I had a conversation with somebody and they asked me, they said, Hey, how do we fix this? I said, Wow, that's a loaded question. I said, Why is that? I said, Because first of all, you have to fire everyone. And not I politicians, mean, everyone, staff, everyone. Down, I mean, down to the, the kids that are working in the mailroom. No, everyone. you got the whole thing. There is nobody standing left after you're done. Mm -hmm. That's how you fix this. Corruption, once it infects a part of a government, it takes over the whole fucking thing. It's not in just one place. It's like a cancer and it just grows. It's like mold. How do you destroy it? You got to get rid of it all. Got to burn it. We got to get rid of it. We got to get rid of everyone that is currently in the government and they got to go. No questions asked. Seek life elsewhere. Don't be mad. Just leave. Don't be mad about leaving. Just leave. Because you don't have that choice now. It's over. We're done with it. The people are done with it. You know what's the really cool thing about tomatoes? I know this seems like a total better, like some transgentle way work into this. It totally does. If you pick a tomato before it's turned red, like just as it starts to turn, right? When it's just a little, getting a little hint of yellow in it, you pick it then. And you put it on your windowsill with a red tomato. You know what happens? It'll turn red. That red tomato gives off a chemical that reacts, that the green tomato reacts to, and it turns it red faster. Now, if you just put it on its on a windowsill by itself, it'll turn red, turn it upside down. It'll turn red pretty quick. But you put it next to a red tomato, it turns red that much faster. Why? Because corruption bleeds over. You put someone in politics, you stand them on their head and guess what? Two they eventually terms, die. They'll be corrupt. Well, they eventually die. If you stand them on their head, they eventually, you know die. what I mean? I mean, I'm being honest. You said it. I'm being metaphorical, but you put a politician in right. And fresh politicians, they've got great ideas and they're so excited that people voted them in and they're going to work for the people. And then they get there and they literally get turned on their heads and they said they they find out the rules and what they can and can't do. And sometimes it takes them a long time to figure out what they can and can't do. They just have to sit back in the corner and color while they figure it out. They get turned on their head. They walk in with all these great ideas and then they can't do anything. And then someone says, well, go listen to this lobbyist and then we can get you on this committee. Go talk to this person and then we'll take a look at the bill that your staffers wrote that used to be someone else's staffers. And that's how you get power. That's how you turn red. And I don't mean red like the blood of patriots red. I mean corrupt. You know, I wonder, I wonder if we could somehow do the research on this. I, I don't know if it's possible. I wonder how many congressmen, congresswomen, senators, senate women, 
go into office and they don't ever get assigned to a committee. A lot. They don't ever get assigned to anything. They're just there to vote. I wonder how many of them are there just collecting the paycheck. Mm -hmm. How many of your elected representatives are just there collecting a paycheck? The backbenchers. You know, you see the names of people on bills, but what would they really do? I mean, how did Fetterman write a bill when he was no shit, being traded at Walter Reed for mental fucktardedness? Chunk! Come on, I thought that chunk Seriously. thing was fucking awesome. I mean, then they replaced him, obviously, because it's not the same Fetterman. But, but they just six different Fetterman. I, I just wonder because how they could find six men that fucking ugly to play Fetterman, <laughs> I have no idea, but they did. How they found five fucking six people that retarded is amazing. <laughs> that's that's my point. That's all Dude, I'm saying. I'll tell you what, masks have come so far. Holy shit. Yeah, they, did you see the guy playing Joe the other night? Uh which one? There's there's a video they have Joe like skipping off of the plane, like running. Oh. And like dancing as he's running, he turns around, he looks back at the camera. And you can tell, like I could tell, I was like, that ain't that Joe. ain't fucking Joe. Yeah. Even with a mask on his face, you could tell that wasn't Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, when's it all going to come out? It will eventually. Maybe. I mean, honestly, God could smite us before it comes out. And then we're all just praying for our lives and trying to survive. And all of this bullshit goes away. But... I still think that, or maybe the truth will come out. One of the first things you need to do, being situationally aware, you know every inch of your property, you know your weak points, you know your, you know your strong points, you know where you can defend yourself from. So if it were my recommendation, and I was standing at your house, and I was going to tell you something to do, I would tell you to get to know your land. Get to know every bump, nook, and cranny. Make sure you know everything backwards and forwards. You know the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. If you got to escape, which direction are you going? Make sure your family members know. Make sure that your family knows where the, oh shit, like, hey, it's here. Grab the bags. Let's go. There's no question about what those bags are. They know exactly what those bags are because the shit hit the fan. And you should constantly be replenishing, refreshing your go bags, especially if you have children. The clothes in your go bag should be one size bigger than what your kids currently wear. Think about it. True. And because they're going to grow into them and then grow out of them. And one season ahead, depending on how close you are to the seasons. But I mean, if you're in Georgia, it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. You, you can make shorts out of anything. It, it's nothing to down here to, to be comfortable in the summer. But the point is, is in the winter, it does get cold, so you're going to want to have some cooler weather Something. clothing. Yeah. Uh, the point is, is just being aware of what's going on around you. This is the point where a lot of civilians, they get, military guys don't do it because we're bred, not, we're, we're trained not to do it. But you get comfortable. Don't get comfortable. Always, always be uncomfortable. That was the thing I learned about the military is always be uncomfortable because we were always fucking uncomfortable. If it was raining, we were training. That's what we were doing. It was never dry. It was never good conditions. It was always shit. 
Why? Because when you train in shit, you learn how to react to shit. And when you learn how to react to shit, you can make shit go away. You learn how to, it's called thinking under pressure or working under pressure. If you're not used to that, that's something you got to get used to. You know, when I run the dogs every day, I wear my flip-flops. And one of the neighbors asked me, and, and we, we take a decent walk and, and I run, I mean, a, a little bit with them, especially Annie. She, she, she'll run forever. And one of the neighbors who bikes past me all the time and he stops and he goes, why don't you wear running shoes when you run the dogs? And I said, because 99% of the time I'm in flip-flops, if I'm going to need to run, I'm going to need to know how to run in flip-flops. If I'm going to be taken off real quick, I'm not going to stop to change my shoes. Eh, see, that's where you and I are different. No, I, I, I change my shoes because I know how important my feet are. So I'm doing everything to protect my feet. But that's, I mean, I'll have my running shoes in a go bag, but I need to know how to run in my flip-flops too, especially in a quick situation, getting away from a gator yeah. or a cotton mouth. Okay. I, I give you that. I, I'm just saying you, you have to start thinking about it like this. Um, like we said last night, okay. What, what can you do without power? What do you have on hand in your house right now that you can do without power? Right now, I've got a monster green egg out in my back porch. That monster green egg, I can burn anything in it. I can bake Wood, bread in it. Charcoal. I can bake bread. We can bake bread in it. We can make pizza in it. We can fucking sear steak. We can cook vegetables. We can boil water. We can do everything we got to do in that. Do you have one of those or do you have a propane? Are you required? Are you reliant on someone else to do their job so that you can get your meal cooked for your family? Or are you reliant on only yourself to make that fire and make that fire hot as it can be so it can feed your family? Where are you at? Because those are the things you need to start thinking about. Forget electricity. It ain't going to be here. If Russia and China are smart, they're going to attack our electric grid first. That's the first thing they're going after because we are very reliant on electric power. How many of you can make it without electric power? And how many of you, how many of you have candles in your house? How many of you have oil-based lanterns in your house or even propane-based lanterns? Or even tallow. I, there's so many different ways to make and create light these days that shit fuck we've been doing, but you know, they're going after our electric system first. So the first thing you've got to be prepared to do is go all the way back to the stone age, no electricity. So how do you make coffee? Well, you got to grind it yourself. You got to percolate it yourself. How do you do that? Shit. Buy yourself a fucking percolated coffee pot and get yourself a hand grinder. You can also use it for your weed too. Just throwing it out there. And other herbs. And other herbs. You can do a lot with a grinder. Grinders do a lot of shit. That's how I make my three pepper spice. Um, there's, there's a lot of different things you can do to make your life just that much easier that if you plan for today, you'll be prepared for when the shit hits the fan. It's better to have and not need than need and not have. Personally, I think they're going to take down the 
the banking system and drop the dollar first? No, I think they're going to do the internet first, but I think the banking system will be right behind it. Well, that's because if together. they take out if they take out the internet, the banking system is done. Gone. Because how would you access your money? Exactly. When was the last time you went into a store and they said, "Oh, I'm sorry, the credit card system is down. Do you have any cash?" Happens pretty regularly, actually. What happens when they all go down? I don't know. I always have cash. So I know, but how many people do? I always try to have cash on me, at least 20 bucks. You, you can't go wrong with at least having $20 in your wallet. Yeah. It's what my dad taught me. It's something I've held on to. I don't know. It's a fucking stupid OCD shit. I got to have 20 bucks in my wallet. I understand. I gotcha. These days with inflation, you'd probably be better off having 100 bucks in your wallet. True. But I, can't afford a hundred bucks. bucks. So fuck it. I put 20 <laughs> bucks in my wallet and I feel proud of myself. All right. Did that done dad. Thanks. But how many other people do that? What are you going to do? Do you, do you carry around gold rounds? Do you have silver rounds prepared? Do you have something that you can trade away? Where are you at money wise? You have ammo. You got meat. You got deer meat. You got steak. You got some sort of, Something you could sell. Chickens, ducks, eggs. Yeah. I mean, shit. We're talking about, hey, look, this becomes where we start leaving legs, eggs in the fucking hen house so that the hens sit on them so we get more birds so we can kill those off and eat them. Someone, some of our baby roosters ate the silky egg. She was mad. So now she's sitting on one of Izzy's eggs. She's still brooding. Okay. You want to hatch one of Izzy's chickens? I'm cool. But so uh, Jess wants to know what happened that today we're discussing shit hitting the fan. Well, what happened was last night I went off. She <laughs> broke the internet. She was like, I went off. look, we got a lot of listens last night. There's a lot of you that kind of tuned it's in. Just, and I got to tell you, I, I agree. The the news and, and Liana's been here already. She's She was there a couple days ago. Yeah, she's been playing movies the last couple of days. It's the same shit, folks. I've every looked day. at the, every day. It's the same news. They're literally pushing out shit from six months ago and calling it breaking news. It ain't breaking news. We've already heard this. We already know this. But you know what was interesting? I got a text message from, um, or an email from one of our listeners today, and uh, he sent me a screenshot of an email that he got. And it was from, it just said, come before the storm, question mark. And it was from uh, JP Morgan Chase Financial Services. Ooh. The title of the email was come before the storm. Makes you wonder, because you know the bankers always know first. Yeah, because money's always affected right off the bat. You know why that is, R. Barkley, obviously. Jews News. <laughs> Also, think about this, too. In the last two days, what have we seen? Our border, our southern border is wide open. I mean, it has been for months. They no, no, no. literally welded no. the gates open. No. 
the border patrol is no longer stopping people coming across the border. Not at all. Not even we close. watched them just walk across in the mm -hmm. last two days. Just walk across the border like it doesn't even exist. And we're well, currently under invasion. Any other country in the world would consider this an invasion, and they would have already activated their military and sent them down to the southern border. Joe Biden just did that today, and he only activated what five hundred and fifty troops and sent them down to the southern border. What's, what's that going to do? I mean, honestly, what's the what point? is that going to do? It's like throwing a Band-Aid on a fucking goddamn geyser inside a submarine that's under 40,000 feet of water. Get the... F this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Here. Well, and he's blaming it on Republicans. Of course. Because, what? I mean, what else would you do? Because that's what you do. Does this not... Oh, there it is. I hope that it shares the audio. It should, because we'll I'm see. sharing the whole the the whole application there. All right, well, hold on. See if me... you see if you guys hear this. Nip, nope. nip nope. audio. So you got to share that the different way. Um, because he just looks like a rambling retard. I mean, he there. is I a mean, rambling he retard. Is, but he really is. But we got to mm. share that the other way. But when I do this, it doesn't no. give me that. Stop. That way. Yeah. Okay. That's. I'll get it. I got it. I got it. I see it. All right. Yeah, grab it that way. Uh, share tab audio. There you go. Boom. Okay. Now you got. So you guys should be able to. Hear now this you guys now. should be able to hear this. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. This is what you introduced. On my first day in office, I sent an immigration reform bill to the Congress. One that recognized immigrants' contributions to this country provides a pathway to citizenship for dreamers, temporary status holders, farm workers, and others. We need our colleagues to act. For decades, immigration reform has been a bipartisan in this country. Unfortunately, the mega Republican congressman of my predecessor spent four years gutting the immigration system under my predecessor. They continue to undermine our border security today, blocking bipartisan reform. So until Congress acts, I'm going to keep using every tool at my disposal as President of the United States to preserve and protect DACA, keep fighting. Legislation introduced. All right, so, I'm gonna preserve and keep fighting for DACA. Yeah, this mealy mouth MAGA piece of Republicans shit. It's all our fault. The immigration policies. How? Okay. How? Yeah, Trump gutted the immigration system. When? We had the securest. We had the most secure border under Trump than at any time in our history, ever. When did he gut it though? I I don't. I don't know, but that's what Joe just said. Literally, that's no, what he Joe made just it said. Harder to come into this country. Oh, well, what did you want? This is my point. What's the point in talking about the news when this is the news? Exactly. This is the retard that's in charge of our country. It, it you know, I want to blame the MSM. I want to blame everybody in the world. However, there's only one person we can blame. And you have to look in a mirror to see him. Because that's the person who has to be blamed, unfortunately. And the reason is, is we've... 
our our families, our former generations have let our country come to this level. Our parents were silent when they should have been loud. They should have been serious about our rights and about what this country was founded on. The principles this country was founded on. That should have been a staple, a part of this country. And a part of being an adult in this country is that you understand those things that are most important to us. And our parents kind of failed at that. And I've got to be honest, my dad did too. My mom did too. Her mom did too. Her dad did too. Because they didn't do that to us. Now it's our turn. We're kind of in the driver's seat here, Gen X. We've we've got this bitch. Our parents were so driven by greed and capitalism and keeping up with the Joneses that they we got a chance to pull on the reins. We were raised essentially feral, seriously, right? Now, now we need to take that training, and it was training, and put it to good use. We've always been able to do shit on our own. We've Gen X is known for that. But I ask you this, we have a chance here. We can grab the reins and say, no, no bear. Nah, nah, bear. We we do. We legitimately have a peaceful chance of doing it, even though I don't think the Democrats are going to let us. So the question becomes, is it bad enough? I mean, because that's really what it's about. Is this bad enough for you yet? I mean, I know it's bad enough for me and I know 90% of the people in our chat, it's bad enough for you all. I'm not asking you guys. I'm asking the people that don't chat and people people, honestly are just like, I don't even give a fuck. Let's just go. And I'm I'm, good, but let's go. I'm down with that too. I'm there. I'm. Everyone's like, let's someone say the go word. This is about America. Now this isn't about. This isn't about another country. This isn't about the world. This right now is about protecting our 50 states that we have, that we consider a country that we all work together in. That truck drivers drive from Washington, D.C. to Los Angeles, California, and back again in three days' time, yet nobody talks about that. Have you ever made that drive before? If you've never made that drive before, then... The only people that know about that are the people that have actually driven that before. Uh, Gus said the millennials are a weak link. I disagree, Gus. I think you're a, a, because an essential link. I, you know, the millennials are kind of the ones driving this push back towards homesteading right now. It's like they skipped over the whole working for the man corporate bullshit, and they're going straight to back to the farms. And trying to find their great grandma's old cookbooks. I don't think the millennials are as weak as you think they are. I think they need direction. Yeah. Oh, Purpose. I, I think nobody is. Okay. This might be a little old because I haven't said this in a while. My definition of leadership is this. You provide purpose, direction, and motivation for a common outcome. Okay. That is leadership. If you are not providing those three things, you are not a leader. 
So if we have young adults out there that are looking to do the homesteading thing, shit, we should be encouraging it. We should be the ones that are fostering it. We yep. should be the ones, the Patriots should be the ones saying, come in. And you know what happens when they come into our circles? They realize, oh shit. Yeah, all this is a lie. Where the fuck has everybody been? Why, why hasn't anybody said anything about this? Oh, we have. Oh, there's podcasts out there, but you don't hear about them. Why not? Oh, because they're covered up and they're they're not broadcast very widely because they use abusive language. They're they're foul. Fuck that. R. Barkley, tell that to the millennials that are currently on homesteads and farms getting up at the crack of dawn with their animals and staying up late canning tomatoes. There is, there's quite a few out there. You'd be surprised. There's quite a few. Some millennials are shit Don't bags. get me wrong. Most of them are shit bags. The ones that we see probably in your job, I, 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 I can guarantee I've met a bunch of them and every single one of them, I just sat there and said, if you complain about the heat one more time, I'm going to put my head through your fucking forehead because I can't deal with your bitching. I'm going to light you on fire because you might cool down. Jesus. I mean, bitching about the dumbest shit in the world. The one thing you can't change, how hot it is. I get it. It's hot. Jesus, we can't change it. Shut up. But that's what they bitch about. So, hey, so be it. These, look, this is all part of it, though. If you think about you think about your options. You think about your abilities to red pill people. You know, it's funny. A lot of people tell me, well, I never have a chance to red bullshit. You have a chance every day. One every of my, someone. one of my, one of my buddies is like, well, how am I supposed to tell people this? I was like, it's really easy. Ask them a question. When I'm at work and you work in about the same industry I do, you do HVAC, I do garage doors, but you're inside a attic and it sucks and it's a million degrees. You just bring up a topic. It's all it takes. Just one topic. You don't have to do the whole thing in one day. Just bring up one topic that you can prove is 100% a lie. And that's all you need. Once you do that, the rest of it's downhill because they're going to go home and start looking this shit up, especially when you start showing them proof on your phone. Mm -hmm. That's the big one. You start showing them proof. Oh, yeah, check this out. They're going to be like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me they've been lying to us about this the whole fucking time? And if they've been lying to you about that, what else have they been lying to you about? All it, all you need is a chink in the armor. That's it. You know what's interesting? You're going to love this one. So on my um, on electrofreedom.com, I was putting in uh, variants for the products. Two variants. North and South. And my dad asked me, he goes, but wouldn't everything here be in the Northern Hemisphere? No, that's not how electroculture works. Electroculture works on a flat earth model. So if you get snow in the winter, and I literally labeled it north, snow in winter. But it's actually clockwise is north, snow in winter, and counterclockwise is south, no snow in winter. That's literally how it works. It's based off a flat earth model. And it's not like someone invented this. They've been using this for millennia. It's Antiquitech for a reason, because I always tell her to start out any podcast yeah. to say just, well, it's Antiquitech and everybody will look at you and go, what? Antiqu what the fuck what? is Antiquitech? Because 90% of the people don't know about Antiquitech. Mm -hmm. They used to have it all over New York City. It's gone mm -hmm. now, but it used to litter the skyline. Mm -hmm. 
It used to be everywhere. Shit. He used to be in Chicago. It used to be in San Francisco. It used to be in LA. They used to have Antiquitech everywhere. That shit was all over building rooftops. And all that was was about electroculture. Yeah. Energy. Because they had to grow gardens and apartment buildings. And how do you do that? Well, electroculture. You put an antenna on top of your building, have everybody tap into it. Let me tell you something. That's a big fucking antenna right there. You're going to grow a huge garden. You imagine how much one of those buildings sucked up an electroculture energy that was dispersed through that building. Because he used to have wires, just random copper wires sticking out of walls. I remember this. Yeah. When I was in the Bronx, when me and my dad moved in this first apartment, mm -hmm. there was this random copper wire that was out on the balcony of our apartment. And I was like, dad, what's that for? He's like, oh, it's for plants. That's all he told me. Yep. It's electrical. And your dad knew because his mom told him. Yep. When he asked, he didn't know what it did. He didn't know how it works. He didn't really know what it was for. Just that it was for plants. And back then they just said, yeah, it's for fucking plants. Pay attention. They stuck it in the ground and they went to work. Mm -hmm. Shit. The shit's been around forever. Forever. But we lost it. Like so much of our history, so much of everything, everything that we should know. It, it's funny because uh, being the conspiracy theorists that we are, we often say, how do you lose the intelligence to go to the moon? But then I ask you this, how do you lose the intelligence to collect energy from the ethosphere here in America, in the U S oh, I thought you were going to ask, how do you, how did you, we the, forgot how to do that too. I thought you were going to ask, how did you, how did they fit so, the lunar buggy in that tiny little capsule? But okay. <laughs> actually, I know how they did that, but that was actually a very complex process. And I was actually surprised they put it together, mm -hmm. but my question still goes back to, if we can forget how to go to the moon, then we can also forget how to do electroculture because we did forget. And this is something we've been talking about forever. How many people know how to thatch a roof so that water doesn't get through? And Sparky, you're not allowed to answer. Or tie a fishing net. Or make a broom. How many of you can weld? I, I, there was a chat about this before in the chat group. And I, I said earlier on before the show started, and I said, welding really wasn't that hard for me to pick up. It wasn't hard at all. I was like, makes sense. How many farriers out there? How many people can shoe a horse? That I tell you, that's a lost art these days. How many people can work with metal? Yeah. How many blacksmiths are out there? I know one. They're coming with us too. Because we need his skills. How many gunsmiths are out there? I'm one. How many locksmiths are out there? I'm one. I like lockpick, but okay. Well, it's a locksmith. That's where they got the name. It was the legal way of picking locks. <laughs> it's the way they did it. But, you know, there's... These are the... These are the essential necessary necessary skills that we are going to need to relearn if we're going to survive what's about to come guys if you go on youtube today i can you can learn how to pick a lock on youtube mm -hmm. you, you literally can
There are guys that teach classes how to pick locks on YouTube. Okay. If you've never done anything, just go take that class. Just watch the videos, get a lock picking kit and get some old locks and try it. If you're good at it, you'll know right off the bat. If you suck at it, you'll know right off the bat. Let me tell you something. There's not a lot of people that suck at it. You you just got to be patient. I suck at it because I'm not patient, but I can still pick a lock pretty fucking quick. So go take a lock picking class. Go do something that's going to eventually work for you. That's the biggest part. Think about, stop thinking about everything in, in tomorrow time standards. Start thinking about things down the road. If I go take this class, is this good for me? Like, do I really need this Pilates class or do I need to go live, learn how to live out in the wild? You don't have much time left to learn these things. I was told last night, very, very, very specifically that I was given a new task because I, I don't have enough on my plate. Two of them. Two of them. I need to write two books and we have as much time as it will take me to write these two books, which they're kind of already written. I had already planned them. Um, one is our story. The other one is a homestead manual, a how to, how to make butter, how to make bread, how to, clip a chicken's wings, how, how to, how to make laundry detergent and dish soap and everything. All the, all the recipes, all the, the things that I have stored in my phone, I was told very, very specifically, I need to put them down on paper. Like now. And it's something I, I already knew something that was already in my head, something that was already impressed upon me. And I just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. Yeah, I'll get to it. One of these days I'll sit down with a notebook and I'll write everything down. And now I was told I have to do it now. Like now. So. There's a greater sense of urgency with the now. Now. That was given. Uh, with, with Gabriel and it happens every day now, Jess, every evening. Now I, I get Bible study with a fucking archangel at night. Last night he interrupted me cooking dinner, but then I just kept going. So whatever. He does that. I know. He's a dick like that. I know. It's okay. Oh, not really, but okay. However, I did learn that, um, the meek shall inherit the earth is not about attitude. It's about class. And I don't mean class like classy or not classy. I mean like meek as in us, those that are a slave to the system. Those that, those of us that live in a gilded cage and are either fighting to get out or maybe don't even recognize it. We are the meek. It's not about your attitude. It's about your position status, which tells me that God's going to smite the elites pretty soon. Very much as he did in Sodom. Makes me wonder if it's not going to be an all out. I wonder if it's going to be 
historically speaking, I mean, I have to go all the way back to like shit, 1887. When there were multiple revolutions on different fronts, it makes me wonder if that's what this is going to be. It makes me wonder if this is going to be like a, for instance, like we have, we, we, encompass the globe if you believe it wolfpack you're all over the place mm-hmm. you're from america to australia to fucking new zealand we have people listening everywhere don't forget sparky in scotland i was gonna go there if you, you gave me a second but it makes me wonder if we're not gonna see these pop-up rebellions happen all across the world it's not just gonna happen here if the people of Scotland are just as pissed off as we are, if the people of Germany are just as pissed off as we are, if the people of Britain are just as pissed off as we are, if the people of Russia are just as pissed off as we are, or China for that matter, maybe, maybe the view that we have of Russia and China is the wrong view because all we see is their leaders. Yeah. We don't see the people. That's the Falun Gong. Yeah. I, Folks, I think we've been, everybody, the whole earth has been lied to. Nobody's been told the truth since mankind has been able to talk. Does that mean the whole world revolts against that? I don't know. But would that be a way to clean the slate? Mm. You got to wonder these days with what's going on in Ukraine with the fucking child sex trafficking that they just can't, they now can prove mm-hmm. children are being run through Ukraine. Yeah. They can prove it now. They have a money line and everything. What are we doing about it? Oh, we just, we're going to send them another $24 billion. Okay. Makes sense. Right. Bull move, bull move con. Good job. Here. Yeah, you want that? Here you go. I think it's that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I you got to get rid of this that one. one. You got to open a new one. I do. Because you change screens. It's annoying. It's okay, though. We hope. Here you go. What's the latest here? with this aid going to Ukraine, something about missiles, right? Uh, yeah, Anna, good morning. You mentioned that $325 billion or million dollar security package that uh, has already been reported on and that the president announced yesterday that includes air defense equipment, artillery rounds, and anti-tank weapons. But we're also just learning, according to NBC News, citing three U.S. officials and a congressional official familiar with the discussions that yesterday President Biden informed President Zelensky that the U.S. does plan to provide a small number of attackums, those long-range guided missiles that Ukraine had been asking for. Still, the officials caution that it's not clear exactly how many attackums the U.S. plans to provide or exactly when they will be delivered or even when it will be announced. But the officials did say that the president made it clear to Zelensky that will happen some point in the future. Uh, now, my colleague Courtney Cuby has been speaking with officials at the Pentagon, and they say that there had been some concern about the stockpile of attackums here in the U.S. And also, they had also talked about whether use of attackums in places like Crimea might end up provoking Putin. But at this point, 
Uh, they have found a small number. Again, we stress a small number of attackers that the U.S. does uh, plan to provide Ukraine. I want to play some of what President Biden said yesterday um, during um, during the event yesterday, following his meeting with President Zelensky. Take a listen. I approve the next tranche of U.S. security assistance to Ukraine, including more artillery, more ammunition, more anti-tank weapons, and next week, the first U.S. Abrams tanks will be delivered to Ukraine. We also focused on strengthening Ukraine's air defense capabilities to protect the critical infrastructure that provides heat and light during the coldest and darkest days of the year. And again, that is what President Biden said publicly yesterday, that $325 million security aid package. But again, according to new reporting from NBC News, citing several U.S. officials, the president also told President Zelensky that he does plan to provide a small number of those long-range guided missiles known as attackums in the future. Now, yeah. Never gets any better there. I mean, just the fact that they're called attackums should provoke Putin. Seriously. Yeah. They're called attackums. He doesn't give a shit. No. Come he's, on. Putin's he's got still... way more than that. He does. Putin hasn't even watched his main force at Ukraine yet. No, Putin hasn't done anything yet. He hasn't done shit. Matter of fact, their army numbers are way above ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're fucked. <laughs> We're going to get killed. Yeah, something like that. Slaughtered. And Unless we do something. Yeah, we're not going to do anything. We're going to shut the government down. And then nothing's going to happen. I, yeah, yeah, there's a possibility of that. What are oh, you doing? I didn't mean to do that. Well, hit cancel. I was trying to. You goof. I know. But hey, um, it's okay. It is easier to find this way, though. I noticed that when and we do it with the PC per the Mac, it just takes longer. Okay. Shutting the government down. Here we go. Looming government shutdown deadline. Republicans in chaos this morning with far-right lawmakers in open rebellion against House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Senior National Correspondent Terry Moran tracking it all on Capitol Hill. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, George. A lot of confusion, a lot of frustration here on Capitol Hill and not much getting done. And the clock is ticking with just nine days to go now to avert a government shutdown. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy, who is at the mercy of the far right members of the Republican caucus, is now canceling plans to hold votes here over the weekend and sending members home, essentially giving a four day weekend including today and the Yom Kippur holiday on Monday, because McCarthy was blindsided, as you said, once again by those hard-right Republicans in a stunning setback, the Speaker failing to pass a measure that would fund the Defense Department. That's something that just usually sails through. And McCarthy afterwards lashing out at Republicans, saying they, quote, just want to burn the place down. Those Republican members... They now control events, and they are vowing to shut down the government unless the House passes massive cuts to federal spending, which have no chance to pass the Senate, uh, and measures attacking what they call wokeness in the U.S. military. And with his fragile four-vote Republican majority, Speaker McCarthy is in a bind here. He does have the power to pass a so-called clean bill without any of the bells and whistles that the far-right members want. Democrats would vote for that, but if he did that, the Republicans would rebel on him. The far right Republicans would rebel. And it would probably mean the end of Kevin McCarthy's speakership. So that is where we are. Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for. 
Nobody cares, George. But yeah, that's where we're at. Our government's not going anywhere. We're going to be shut down here in about eight days, seven days. Um, uh, we're going to be back to square one. Uh, we're 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 still suffering, so it doesn't change anything. Mm -hmm. uh, good news is prices can't increase. It's good news. So the prices will stop going up. Maybe there is a benefit to a government shutdown. There, I mean, dead serious. There is there is a benefit to it. You know, all those prices that have been going through the roof, gas prices and shit. Government shut shutdown happens. They can't, they're not allowed to. The rules are in place already. They can't make everything go through the roof. Mm -hmm. Are they going to anyway? Yep. Probably. Yep. yep. You want to know why? Because they don't give a shit about the law. Mm -hmm. Nobody care cares. No, nobody cares. Here we go. Now to a live look over Capitol Hill this afternoon. The clock is ticking for the House of Representatives to pass a series of bills to keep the government open by September 30th or face one of the largest potential shutdowns in American history. ABC's Liz Landers has the latest. A possible government shutdown is just eight days away. But despite that tight deadline, House Republican leaders have given members a long weekend after Speaker Kevin McCarthy failed to strike a deal to fund the government. Five conservative Republicans breaking with their party to vote against a bill that would have simply allowed debate to begin on a defense spending bill. The move catching the speaker off guard. And two people flip, so I gotta figure out how to fix that. This is a whole new concept of individuals that just want to bring the head place down. That failed vote signaling the disarray in the GOP conference. Speaker McCarthy has lost more rule votes than any recent speaker since Newt Gingrich. I don't mind telling you I gasped a little just a bit ago when I heard that, that, that there was a rule failure. A handful of hardline Republicans holding out for their budget priorities, some even threatening to remove McCarthy as speaker if they don't get their way. Congressman Matt Gates on CNN also issuing this warning to his GOP colleagues. Now, if we've got some of these moderate Republicans who want to go and join up with the Democrats, they will be signing their own political death warrant and they will be handing their, it to their ex executioner. President Biden voicing his concern. Think how many people going to hurt. Think of the people are going to get hurt. And ABC News. Look, I'm not going to We're done. deal with that bullshit. But listen, seriously, how many? It's not going to hurt anybody. Well, Why? For the people no, stop. It's not going to hurt anybody. Why? Because we're already suffering. You, how do One of the things I used to say. In when I went through SEER, SEER is survival, evasion, resistance, and escape. Okay. When you go through SEER, one of the things you say to yourself all the time is I can deal with this. The difference was, is I've been in worse. So when I was put in the tiger cage, <laughs> I was like, this is nothing. Dude, you have no idea. This is nothing. This is easy. I was locked in a freezer. My brothers did that for fun because I was a midget. But hey, you, you'll have that in those big jobs. Either way, I was like, These, this tiger cage thing is whatever. The only thing in the whole sear thing that I had a problem with is when they broke a bone because I'm sorry. 
when you break a bone, there's an anger that comes out of you that you just can't control. And I went after the instructor. I was like, I, I can give a shit. I know after he broke my bone, I had nothing but blood in my eyes. I was like, Oh, you're going to die. You're going to die in a very sick way. And I'm going to kill you. And I will, I will not stop until I get to you. And they had like three dudes holding me down. This shit, this is nothing. We can deal with this. We've dealt with this. You know what? I look at those United Auto Workers that are all on strike right now. Do you know that 3,500 workers in the United Auto Workers strike were just laid off today? Yep. Yep. They were just cut. Their jobs were cut. Gone. Bye-bye. Why? Because those companies had to make those cuts anyways. It just made it easier. That's easy to choose. That's that's some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. That's some they just nipped their workforce and they nipped it for what? Well, now these guys are protesting. They don't even have a job anymore. Why are they protesting? This is what they did back uh way back in like 55, 58. The same shit. The same people are still in charge, is my point. They're still they're they're playing, they're they're reliving an old playbook. We've already seen it once. This isn't it's kind of like the National Football League, for instance. I'll give you a I'll give you a perfect reference for you guys so you understand it the same way. Look at Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Got hurt four plays into the First game of the first seat of his first season with the Jets. Obviously, because he was unvaxxed, according to Keith Elberman. Uh, according to that douchebag, mm-hmm. yes. Hey, you you can see his like whole like calf like curl up underneath his knee. Yeah, that's that's, hurt. that's really bad. That it's hurt. not a, supposed to do that. Yeah. Okay. That means your Achilles tendon's gone, and yeah. they got to surgically repair it. Yeah. That is. Hard to rec- that's why Achilles Which is literally taking a forcep and sticking it up inside your leg and trying to find it and pulling it back down. Actually, that no, they no cut up the whole backside of your calf because yeah, it's all the way it. back up by your knee. Yeah. And they have to stretch it back out yeah. during the surgery. Yeah. So this is like a six hour surgery. That's six okay. hours that they bend this, they stretch this tendon back out and then they surgically repair it. it hey, Aaron Rodgers, whatever you feel about him. You're right, Road Dog. Of course they didn't want him to play. That's why they wrote him out as injured in the first game. Because it's all a script. Exactly. This is the point. It's everything's a script. Literally everything's a script. We're everybody agrees with it today. Even everybody I know guys that have been diehard NFL fans for years. 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 Hundreds at least since the beginning of the NFL. And they're even saying, dude, this is a script. This is, we saw it. I, I posted something just We're, today. We talked about it last night. We're not doing that again. I gave you your NFL time okay. last night. We're not doing that again. But I, I posted it last night. You can go check it out. That was amazing. It was ridiculous. Absolutely stupid. But everybody agrees with it. What's new? They've been doing this to us for years. They've been doing this, doing this to us in the government. They've been doing it to us in the military. Anywhere you go, it doesn't matter if the government's got their hands in it. Money? Holy shit, let's not even get into money. 
because money, fuck, the dollar's doomed. Mm-hmm. The BRICS thing just signed. We're fucked. Yep. The dollar's about to... See ya. I... The warnings are like writing on the wall. We we can talk about them all day long. If you don't listen, it doesn't matter. That's the point. That's where everybody loses this. Ooh. What the hell are you doing? Well, that's weird. I was trying to save that video. What video? Um, this one. Oh, what did it do? I don't know. It gave me something weird. I just want it here. Okay, download it. Oh. There it is. There it is. Now you got it. Okay, that worked. All right, then. You're going to have to play the audio off, off of it because I don't have the audio on the soundboard yet. So now that you have it on the, oh. the system, okay. now I can download the audio. But okay. you're going to have to play it directly off of that tonight. Just for, you know, shits and giggles. That's fine. We got the old one. We went and found the old one. I did. For just tonight. Well, maybe not. For the future, too, because I'm going to download it put it on the soundboard. So. See, and it's about that time. Because it's that time to break it forth. Well, hey, um, y'all need to figure out how to grow your own shit of this if you smoke it. But it's not there. It's not in there. What are you talking it about? doesn't show up in there. Go to entire screen. Uh, application windows. Uh-uh. How come it doesn't show the other screen? For entire screen. media player, right there, media player. It's oh, right there it there. is. Yeah, but that doesn't give the uh, sound because that's how we did it the first time, and the sound didn't work. Oh. Mm -hmm. Give him. Go to. Hold on. What do you have it open then? Um, media media player. player. Yeah. Because this only shows you opera tabs. Mm -hmm. This is going to show. Hmm. How come hmm. it doesn't pull the other screen now? It does. It's just right here. It's just not going to show the audio. No, I mean for the other one. Like No, it's not going to show the audio. That's the only problem. So that's where we're fucked. Let me see if I can do it a different way. Uh, no, let's... Your browser has blocked your screen. Click the screen icon. What? Look at the never mind. Look at the message up there. In your address bar to allow access, then reload the page. Okay, well, I did that the other time. It doesn't want to do it. I mm -hmm. don't understand it. It should be right here. Mm-hmm. Let's try that. Let's try that. Let's try that. And we'll see if it works. We'll see if it works. We're going to try this. That's the wrong uh, one. That's not. See, that's us. Oh, shit, it is. Um, hmm. That's a good question. I don't know why it's not. No, go back to the other one. Go back to the application window. That one. Share that. That's us. Nope. Still, still shows that one. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? All right. Well, go back to the old one. We'll just. We'll figure it out after this. I was hoping to get it in here tonight, but eh, well, shit will happen. You know how to. Oh, 
I don't know that the old one will even play it though, because I would do it. I was doing it the other way, pulling it. I'll from download. The screen. It. I'll download it and bring it in via. Oh, you know what? Let me just do that. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. Do add yeah, it there. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Right there, that one. Boom. That's it. Just do that. It'll be louder than us, but who gives a shit? We're not going to talk anyway. Okay. We'll let him do the talking. That sounds good. All right. So we're about to play the old video. See, live production, people. This That's is what happens. We got to figure it out on the fly. Exactly. Plus, Mick set it up today. He set up the power bank and like ran everything through it. So if we lose power, we'll we'll still be able to broadcast because guess what? Lights, but we'll the, still be able to broadcast. No, we'll have lights. Oh, you put the lights in yeah, there too. Lights are on it as well. Nice. It can power it for like three and a half hours, is what it told me today when it figured out what the draw was. It told me I had three and a half hours okay. of ability to power that all of that to include the router and the internet box mm -hmm. on the wall for the fiber because we'll never lose fiber fiber is done underground yeah. so we'll never lose an internet connection problem is we drop a router when the power goes out yep now we're not good and it ain't okay. happening no more all right well fire it up peeps yeah if you got Here it go thunder Thunder, thunder kicks. Of nine, Dion High stepping from 30 yards out, he said, I try to score. 
FBI knocks on your door. What do we tell him? Knobber. <laughs> Give him the knobber. Oh, FBI Bob. Yeah. Hey, Mark Jason Walker, you got to send us that video that we used to play all the time with the bong song in there because we don't have that i don't know where it is it's somewhere i don't know i don't know where the fuck that went did you send that via text to me or did you send that via text to vlin because we got to double check our shit because i tell you what i've been looking for that song all over the place and i can't find it now mm -hmm. anyway all right anyway Moving what the fuck right is going on leo um we're you know, only you can prevent. We're having fun. It's Friday. Fires. No, I can't prevent them. I don't like preventing them. I used to set them on fire all the time and stand down when. Of course you did. That's the fun thing to do. That's what you do when you're burning cannabis fields in Afghanistan. You know. You drive a motorcycle in the middle of that bitch. You put a thermite on top of it and you walk the fuck away happy as a some bitch knowing that you're downwind. Hmm. Well, hey, our good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott sent us a, a video talking about what the fuck's going on in the financial world because you know we suck at finances so yeah don't ever listen to us mm -hmm. about no. your financial listen, listen to dr kirk he knows you just a listen lot to this guy better. we're good a lot better buddy it's dr kirk this is my weekly commentary for the week and you know for a long time we've been talking about well ever since silicon valley bank back in march we've been talking about banking crisis and banks closing and capitalization issues with banks and how they're running out of money, right? Which is striking fear into the hearts and minds of Americans because we're, we're getting more and more concerned with stock markets crumbling, the bond market tanking as interest rates rise. And, and normally throughout history, your, your checking account, your savings account has been the safest thing on earth, right? Where you say, well, Dr. Kirk, I'm going to, I'm going to get out of the stock market, get out of the bond market, just like you said, right? And and I'm just going to sit on the sideline and count. 10 months ago, um, even less than that, uh, I, would, I would have said, yeah, that's great. You know, very defensive posture, just sit in cash, wait till things kind of shore up and then do something with it, right? But but since Silicon Valley Bank, the the fragility of the banking system has been exposed, right? It's it's they're They're truly just running out of money. And then some of the new administrative rulings like Basel III, uh, changing the reserve requirement from zero to 20%, people think, oh, that's great. Banks can now have 20% of all deposits on hand to fend off another bank running out of money in a crisis, right? Technically, that's how it should work. But since March of 2020, when when basically they, they changed the reserve requirement to zero to try to stimulate the economy, banks have nothing on hand, which is why you see bank failures. 
Now, with this new, basically, uh, administrative ruling, they have to bump it up to 20%. It's like, well, they don't have any money. They don't have enough money to actually pull pull those reserves and get them up to 20%, right? So, so then what? Well, then they have to go out of business. They'll be bought out by another bank, like Citibank, uh, JP Morgan Chase will buy out the medium banks, and medium banks buy out the small banks. There's massive consolidation in the banking world, which is exactly what they want, right? It's exactly what they want because if they're ushering in central bank digital currency, they want to make sure that they have very few players to try to manipulate rather than thousands of independent bank owners, right? So, so there's something kind of under the under the surface here that's actually alarming. And that is, you know, we, we've just seen five bank failures in March. That's bank failure 1.0. Bank failure 2.0 is coming. And here's, here's how I know. So what gets the stories, what gets the news is when a bank actually fails, right? And it's like, it's a run on the banks everywhere. But in 2023, literally just not even the whole year, just over the last six months, PNC has closed 201 branches, U.S. Bank 185, Wells Fargo 160, J.P. Morgan Chase 54, Bank of America 49. The list goes on and on and on. Overall, 1,144 bank branches have closed in the past six months. So what does this mean? This means, let's say you're having financial troubles in your home and you're sitting down at the dinner table with your spouse and say, okay, honey, we've, we've, got to really cut expenses, or we're going to go bankrupt. That's how I see this, right? I see this as prior to the bank failing, they're slashing expenses. They're just closing all these branches because they don't have the capital to keep them going. See, if you you go one step further, uh, you've got Citadel Securities has had a basically pullout of capital you know, more withdrawals than than actually deposits going in. They're selling more assets than they're buying, in other terms. 45.76 billion more sells than actually purchases. That means nobody's buying anything. And there's a net exodus of cash out of the system. JP Morgan Chase, 321 billion more coming out than is being invested. Wells Fargo, 86.15 billion more coming out than being invested. The real ugly one, Bank of America, $534 billion more coming out than going in. So just between those four, and, and the source of this is their 10Ks, right? This is their, their documents that they have to make public. It's showing that a trillion dollars in assets was sold and not purchased. That means the economy is not healthy, right? And so just in the last week, the last seven days, bank deposits came down $70 billion in the last week. So small banks had the biggest deposit drain since the banking crisis in March. So if you multiply $70 billion a week times 52, you know, the number of weeks in a year, it comes to like $3.5 trillion. We're on pace to have that money leave the system. There's only $20.9 trillion in M2 money supply, which is money that's in the banks. So we've lost well over 10%, probably closer to 15% of all deposits um, if we stay on this pace in one year. That's abysmal. 
See, I, I see a liquidity crisis coming in the banks. When you, when you have banks that are ultimately then going to fail, that's going to wreak havoc in the markets. People are going to say, I, I, I don't know what to do. I thought that my money was safe in the bank, but now it's not. Right. So uh, they're going to start pulling out, going into tangible assets like gold and silver as a flight for safety, as a as a quality issue. Now, there's other banking issues um, that are that are happening as well. Green Dot Bank, which is the the platform behind Apple Pay and, and some of the other other wallets. Well, they're actually have been refusing withdrawals for the last six months from from customers. So imagine this, imagine you've got your social security money going into Green Dot Bank and you can't even get it out. So an auto deposit coming in on social security and now you can't even get it out. People can't live. There's horror stories um, of people running out of money. In Australia, they're limiting bank withdrawals at ATMs to $500 a day. Wells Fargo is laying off a massive new wave of layoffs See, since it already slashed 40,000 jobs since 2020, 40,000 jobs since 2020 at Wells Fargo. That's a lot, but it's but it's getting worse. They're they're going to be laying off more people, right? So so what we're seeing is more and more banking crisis. Um, you know, one of the I should have finished the story on Green Dot. So Green Dot uses U.S. Treasury Direct. Um, U.S. Treasury Direct is a direct way to buy treasuries from, from the Treasury Department. Well, Treasury Direct is different than buying treasury from like Mo Schwab or something like that because you can't actually sell it prematurely. You have to wait till it matures before you can sell it. So since Green Dot's using them, the, you know what that's telling me is it's U.S. Treasury Direct that's also freezing customer accounts, right? They're, they're freezing them. And so big financial institutions have access to Treasury Direct's auction house, which means they do have priority over individual customers, but this lack of liquidity could be a disadvantage for investors who may need to access their funds. So they're freezing access to, to their money, right? Now, there's a... Uh, no, oh, what's the bank? Sorry. Um, Citibank is is actually now there's there's a story that I just read this morning, closed an account of a person who had 120,000 in. They were getting out of like Huntington Bank, wiring funds into Citibank. The funds showed up and then poof, gone. Like literally just poof, gone. Right. It's like, where did it go? So now nobody can find it. And then this, this person who's on social media is who's recounting her story into news outlets as well says, Hey, I, I'm concerned. This is my retirement. This is everything we've got. They, they closed my account. They're closing my account and nobody knows where the money went. And so the banks are now trying to figure out, did it go back? Did it, did it stay? Did what, what happens when they close the account? Point of all of this is, banking crisis is happening right there's there's lack of liquidity they're closing accounts they're they're uh, limiting withdrawals or not even giving withdrawals at all see what's going to happen when people run out of money this is a scary concept right this is why i have been shouting from the rooftops for a long time limit your exposure to cash that you have in the bank 
allocated into tangible assets that you own, that you have delivery of, or you can store. And if you ever need to liquidate them, you can liquidate them. It's, it's easy. It's like, let me know. 45 seconds, I lock it in. Four days later or so, you, you have a wire in your account, right? So, or we cut, can cut you a check. So here's where we have to start limiting now our exposure to the banking world because there's a liquidity crisis right underneath our nose. What used to be safe is no longer safe. The only thing that's safe, in my opinion, is something that's not digital, something that's not paper, something that can't be easily manipulated, tangible assets that you take delivery of or somebody else does, you store them, right? Like through an IRA or a personal storage account. So that's all I got. Be careful. Um, operate with wisdom, operate with discernment, operate with boldness, because I think there's a banking liquidity crisis right underneath our nose that's not getting any coverage because nobody coverage, covers when a branch closes. But when you're seeing branches close by the thousands, that's the precursor to a company having to go bankrupt. They're just slashing expenses. So anyways, give us a call, 720-605-3900. Um, set up an appointment with us, free consultation, so we can help you map out a strategy for success moving forward. God bless you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. That's Or you can go to defiancesilver.life. Yeah, you can go there as well. And uh, if you even tell them that Defiant your promo code on or the phone. Mick and V Lynn sent you. Or Mick and V Lynn sent you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, via that'll get you the discount as well. But folks, they lit the writing's on the wall. We're there. I, he's even seen it. We're there. And he he never agreed with me on any of my positions of where we're at. I bet me and him agree a lot more on a lot of things right now. Because shit can't, the reason you, Sears School, I, I know I started this before, I'm going to finish it now. One of the things you learn about in Sears School is around the clock torture does not work. Can't up it. You can't step it up. How do you make it worse? We're already there. We're in around the clock torture. Think about it. Our news cycle alone would make any normal person want to kill themselves. I Go watch the local news for five minutes. You're going to hear murder after murder after murder or shooting after shooting after shooting. You're not going to hear about the local self-interest stories that are good right off. The no, no. They start out with the bad news first. Why is that? Draws ratings. Sure does. Why is it draw ratings? Because people have lost their way from God. And when you lose that way, you resort back to what you previously knew, which is something demonic. The, you know, the people that comment in the chats, both on Rumble, both on Pilled, Pilled um, both our homes, because like literally the only two, we started out with a bunch of different streams. We had tons. We got kicked off a bunch. We've been shot on pretty much every single one, except for pretty much pilled rumble cloud cloud. cloud Hub. Hub. Um, we got some love there. We got some people. We got a lot of people that tune in on cloud hub. I was amazed when I saw the numbers on cloud hub, but folks, 
shout out to you all. It's not you guys I'm talking to. I, I'm talking to the rest of you all that refuse to accept that there's something coming that we just as humans, we have no control over. We don't. And we don't know what it is. We have some ideas. How do you prepare for what you don't know is coming? Cover all your bases. Prepare for everything you can think of. And then everything else you're going to have to do on the fly. And let me tell you something that we had a rule. So no plan survives first contact. Well, we always planned off of that. That is true. Period. No plan does. So look, any plan you come up with, it can be as foolproof as you want. It will never survive the first amount of resistance it hits. Trust me. Just Take my word on this. It never goes through like you, you think it's going to. Something always goes differently within the first couple seconds. Seriously, you ever got into a fight with your your art, with your spouse and before like you knew it was coming and you, you planned out everything that you were going to say in your head and then you get there and none of that happens. It's the same thing. No plan survives first contact. It, it just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's not a plan that I ever remember being a part of that it actually survived the way we exactly intended it to go off. There was always something that went wrong. So think about it as man's ineptitude to just admit his own vice that he's comparable. Whatever, however you look at it, it doesn't matter. The point is, is if you think about that, you think about all of your plans that you currently have in place because you're thinking about protecting your family. Who wouldn't be? Why wouldn't you? What the fuck's wrong with you? So all those plans that you currently have in place, they might be flaccid plans. They might be not even something that you've set in stone yet, but it's an idea you've had. That's a plan. Now what you've got to do is build off of that idea. So you have a full pack point. Where, where are you going to go if your house goes up in smoke? That, those are the questions that you have to be asking yourself. Where do I go? What do I do? What do I have? What do I still have? For instance, maybe some of you have thought about this before. Maybe none of you have thought about this before. Think about this, though. Think about Hawaii, right? Fire's real bad. Mm-hmm. Burn up a lot of shit, right? A lot of people. If you uh, you were smart, probably buried things about three feet down. You probably got a lot of shit in the ground that you can go back to now. Except they won't let you in. Yeah, you got to fight your way in. Fuck, fight your way in. You'll figure it out. Everybody does. We have a will. If you have a will, you have a power to get there. That's all that it takes. Mm-hmm. So fuck that. Fight your way back in. Get back there. But think about that though. You you all can do that today. You all can go bury a tote. I I would do it as far off in your property as possible. Mm-hmm. Furthest possible point where nobody would think about looking. Bury that some bitch about three feet under the ground. Put all your important shit, copies of all the important shit you need. 
and maybe some food, money, some water, something else that might be able to get you through for a couple of days to get you out of the situation you're in. Bury it. Make sure your whole family is there because they all know they can come back to that point, dig that spot up. There's money, there's food, there's shit in there. Water filter, like a, one of those. Um, Houses burn down all the time, folks. Yeah. Just count on that. You've got to start thinking outside the box. Outside the box means outside at your property lines where you can hide shit. Go in the woods, dig a hole, bury the fucking shit. Drop it in a pond. Put it with a tractor. Yeah. Put a gun in there. Put some ammo in there. Put fire starters. Put anything you think and then wrap the bitch. Go get a space blanket. Go get a Mylar space blanket. Wrap it in a Mylar space blanket. Make sure everything in the contents of the box is wrapped in a Mylar space blanket. There's a reason for that. If it's an EMP strike, everything inside of that will be taken care of. (coughs) It's like putting in a potato chip bag. Also, Mm -hmm. download any important books, pictures, whatever to a tablet. Turn it off. Put that in there. Yeah. I mean, just think about it. We all can prepare. It's not hard. Yeah, Sparky, we talked about them canceling Berkey filters about a week and a half ago. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I still am amazed by that. Because they're saying that silver is a pesticide. Yeah. Okay. Not for what they're thinking. It's a pesticide for parasites. It's not a pesticide for Mm -hmm. us. Yeah. It's good for us. Yeah. Works. Trust me. But I'm using it. Yeah, Wix, just like a time just like a time capsule, except that time is coming really soon. Like three, four, maybe six months. Oh shit. Did you just call me no, no, you did not, Jason. No, don't ever call me Sun Tzu. No, no, no. He was far more grand than me. And let me tell you something. His beard's got a way to go. Yeah. I got it. We're getting there, but no, not, I, not I, even the close. war beards. I, I no. was James commented on the war beard. Today, yes, so. he did comment on the war beard today. He's like, that's coming in like a yep, like a champ. Yep. So, anyway, <sighs> anyway, what what do you got next? Because you got more developing stories over oh. here. Senator Bob Menendez, of New <laughs> Jersey. See, I knew it. This is excellent. Shithead. Hmm. Yeah, this is fun. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be really bad. This is really ugly. This is really, really bad. On Action News this noon is New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez and his wife indicted by a federal grand jury in New York. Yeah, that indictment charges Menendez and his wife, Nadine Menendez, with having a corrupt relationship with three New Jersey businessmen. A years-long investigation focused on a luxury car, gold bars, an apartment allegedly received by Menendez and his wife. Prosecutors allege the couple accepted hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes in exchange for protection and influence on behalf of the Egyptian government. Senator Menendez allegedly provided sensitive, non-public U.S. government information to Egyptian officials and otherwise took steps to secretly aid the government of Egypt. 
Menendez has not yet commented on the charges. The 69-year-old Democrat is up for re-election next year. This marks the second time Menendez has been criminally indicted. The first case ended in a mistrial several years ago. Menendez is the first senator ever to be indicted on two unrelated criminal charges while in office. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's about to come apart. That's um, treason, by the that, way. Yeah, that's not. If he was giving it to a foreign country, that is treason. That is treason. That is not. No. Nope. Yeah. That means they're being nice to him. That means the DOJ, that shows you that there's two levels of our Justice Department. Meaning, you and I, we would go to jail for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. They... <laughs> not, uh, not so much. Uh, yeah, like this one. Stupid sluts. Seriously. Fuck. And the White House is under scrutiny over its role in colluding with social media companies to censor free speech online. Here's Pearson Sharp with more. It's no surprise that the only way the Biden administration can keep the wheels from falling off the bus is to force the media to report that the wheels are not, in fact, falling off. And Biden's crime cartel has been pretty good at strong arming the spineless American media into doing their bidding without question. Case in point, a leaked draft letter reveals the White House is doubling down on a campaign to coerce journalists to report the regime's version of events about Joe and Hunter's corrupt business deals. The letter essentially says that any reporters who question Biden's intentions are anti-American and are betraying the very foundation of democracy. When the so-called leader of America tells the media they can't question his intentions, that should tell you everything you need to know about the state of democracy in our country. But there have been some hiccups in Biden's media blackout, such as back in July when a federal court prohibited government officials from colluding with social media companies to suppress content. Another way to put that is the courts told Biden to stop interfering with our freedom of speech. Of course, Biden, like all dictators, fought back. But now a federal appeals court in the Fifth Circuit has revived an injunction from the July case, meaning Biden can't cover up all the embarrassing stories about him, which means he needs the media to do it for him. Here to discuss the American Pravda, we call the mainstream media, is Casey Maddox, the Vice President of Legal and Judicial Strategy at Americans for Prosperity. Casey, thank you for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. All right. So what does this most recent ruling for the freedom of the press mean here in America? Do we finally have a free hand to report on what our overlords in Washington are doing? Well, I, I think certainly what it means is that the Biden administration uh, will not be able to continue uh, to try to coerce social media platforms into uh, to, uh, maintaining its version of the truth. Uh, and so what the, what the court held here in the, the Fifth Circuit um, federal court held that the Biden administration had coerced social media platforms, particularly during COVID, but uh, on issues even outside of, of COVID questions, had coerced social media platforms um, to take down information uh, from, from users around the country. Now, the administration knew it couldn't do that directly, right? First Amendment prohibited from doing that directly. 
and what the, the court said here was that the Biden administration was trying to use these social media platforms, uh, not of their own volition. It was trying to force them to, uh, to censor people's speech in violation of the First Amendment. Uh, and so this is a, a, you know, a very strong decision from the Fifth Circuit um, stopping the Biden administration from continuing that sort of censorship. Now, I'm going to put this up on the screen, but I think it's important to acknowledge just how serious this is. The three-judge panel actually said, and I quote, Biden officials have engaged in a broad pressure campaign designed to coerce social media companies into suppressing speakers, viewpoints, and content disfavored by the government. The harms that radiate from such content extend far beyond just the plaintiffs. It impacts every social media user. Let me say that again. Every social media user. That's everyone in America. They're all subject to Biden's propaganda. And this is astonishing language, really. They held nothing back. It's just unbelievable in the history of American journalism. What's your take on that? Yeah, you know, when, you, when I read the, the opinion the first time through, um, it's it's remarkable uh, the the number of times that Biden administration officials at the White House at uh, various federal agencies were contacting social media platforms and telling them uh, you know people are are tweeting this people are commenting in this way on social media um, this particular account uh, is saying these things and we want you to do something about it and most most noteworthy I think people have this assumption these social media platforms were rolling over and just doing whatever the administration wanted them to do. Uh, but what was actually happening is that you have these social media platforms consistently going back and telling the Biden administration that doesn't violate our policies and trying to push back. And the administration would keep coming back and letting the platforms know that they, they were going to be in trouble. It doesn't matter. They didn't take some sort of action. Yeah, it doesn't um, matter. And that's, that's, that's a, a huge, um, you know, that sort of coercion, right? This is a cooperation between willing platforms. Right and the administration. This is the administration trying to force them to do something that the platforms themselves didn't even want to do. Right. Um, and that's that's an alarming uh, step by the government. Top-down edicts. Right. So the question then, is this Fifth Circuit ruling actually a big win for journalists Eight. and Americans, Plus. or is this just Plus. really kind of clawing back a tiny portion of what we've lost over the last few years? I kind of wonder if this is why I got my Facebook, Facebook account, account back. back. Yep. Because you, you, I'm not the only one. I, I've been in touch. Thank God I was smart enough to tell her and me and Janet, who was with us that day, hey, get phone numbers. Don't don't get Facebook accounts. Get, get phone, phone numbers. numbers. And we've we've kept in touch with a bunch of people we met on January 6th. I, I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, it's a small community. Well, not very small. It's yeah. actually pretty big, yeah. but there's a lot of us that have kept in touch and we've, Hey, what's happened to you? Yeah. Got that knock on the door yet? No, nope, not yet. Um, still waiting, still waiting, but it, it's weird because we're all waiting for something that like, for instance, I just got my Facebook account back. This happened six days ago. I just got my Facebook account back. Was it because of this court rule? Probably. That would I, be my guess. I wonder wh what, what were they holding my account for 
under, I, I really didn't have all that much. I had a lot of family shit on my account. I, I didn't have, it was my personal account. It wasn't like my podcast account. It was my personal account. It was my kids. It was my wife. It was shit that was going on in the family. It was nothing big. Deployments, pictures from deployments. Friends that had reached out. It was nothing big. Friends from high school. I got wiped out for three fucking years. Three fucking years. Three years. Just gone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just had a friend comment. goes, holy shit, you're back on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Post an updated picture. <laughs> I said, good try, motherfucker. Not happening. Because I ain't doing... Post that picture of you smoking a joint sitting up at Nine Mile. <laughs> no, I'm not doing shit. I'm... I, I, I'm still downloading pictures because there's that many pictures on my mm-hmm. Facebook account, but I'm downloading pictures and then I'm done. I think I'm, I, I already saw what's, it's still the same. Oh, I hate it. It's, oh, it's disgusting. The only reason that I'm on it, honestly, is for Freedom Gardens Electroculture because hey, I had to set up a, a Facebook and Instagram store that way and, and do it. And I've got to, page over there you do that i'm gonna stick with instagram because instagram just feeds me the shit i want to see i guess my echo chamber did you miss it facebook no not at no, all not at all no i didn't either nope i i uh the, the the first post i saw was something about killing trump i i'm dead serious the first post i saw was something about killing trump well that's they're gonna try that again too i mean they've already tried what like seven times I don't, yeah, but it gets no publicity. Nobody hears no, of about it. Not. No, it no, but get RFK, RFK, some dude shows up and oh my God, it's on every major news network everywhere. Yeah. Wearing a, a U.S. Marshals badge, an FBI badge, and some other cred that nobody can make out. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. Like he was trying to get caught. Yeah, kind of like in an obvious, like, yeah. hey, look, I, I'm an idiot. Yeah. And I'm wearing a gun. Yep. That just, nah. Too nah. blatantly stupid to be look, incompetence. Folks, professional hitters don't work that way. No. No. They don't get caught. No. They get to their target, they kill it, and they get the fuck out. I, I wonder if... um. Hmm. Now here's my conspiracy theory mind going. Who would benefit the most from that? From what? From RFK, RFK getting killed? No, no. From RFK not getting killed. From the narrative that just happened. Yeah. From that whole situation, right? RFK, I'm following you. RF- I'm tracking. I R- got you. RF- okay, go. RFK uh-huh. asked Biden for Secret Service protection. Earl asked the Secret Service for protection as yeah. a presidential candidate. No, he asked Biden. He asked Biden. Biden, Biden because it's early. Yep. So Biden, Biden has to Biden approve Biden it. Denied if it's it. early, Biden has to approve Correct. Biden denied it. Yep. Right? Yep. And then all of a sudden, RFK gets this fucking fake ass hit on him. Who is that by? Was that by RFK or was that by Biden? Mm, you're following... Yeah, oh yeah, You're tracking oh, I'm right tracking there. like a fucking tow missile over water right now. Because that setup is just a that little just sounds a little too perfect. Too, yeah, 
Yeah. yeah, you know where I'm at with that. All right, touche, ching. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's another great point. Oh, by the way, on the pill side, scratch is out. out. Go get it. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's, that's conspiracy theory. I'm just thinking who would benefit the most from that, considering what was just going on. And then, I mean, that happened. It was too obvious to ever actually work. I mean, it was blatantly stupid. And I mean, really retarded. And to boot, when I saw him getting cuffed, Mm -hmm. the son of a bitch still had the gun on the side of his hip. I'm like, wait a minute. You didn't disarm him before you fucking cuffed him? Stop. No, 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 no. That is a setup. That is all day long. That is a complete breach in protocol. You automatically disarm first. You don't cuff. You disarm first. Because when they're disarmed, then you cuff because then you are sure there's no threat. Mm-hmm. Carrie, who's, who flat out said that who you follow affects your credit? Because I, I know God said that, but I didn't, I didn't know RFK said that. Wow, that's just, that's, that's craziness. That just blows my mind. We learned that in what, Enoch? Yeah. Enoch, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Lindsay said, Shiva's a little cracked out by the whole Bobby Kennedy thing. I, you know, Shiva's ridiculous because he also does not qualify to be president. And he's all about being a constitutionalist, this, that, and the other. No. Sorry, honey, you are not a natural born citizen. Your parents did not live here for five years as residents or citizens when you were born. You are an anchor baby, just like camel toe, just like Nikki Haley. Barack Hussein Obama. No, he wasn't even an anchor baby. He wasn't fucking born here. He just was a foreigner. Exactly. Somehow. So, um, no, Nikki Haley was the other one I was thinking of. That's currently running for president. That's yeah. an anchor baby. Yeah. Cause one, her yeah. dad was Indian and uh, he hadn't been here. long. Both enough. her parents were Indian and they were not here long enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, apparently that's doesn't count now. anymore. So apparently they threw the look folks think about it this way. The constitution is a contract between you and the government. Okay. If they threw the constitution out, that that means the government no longer exists. Yep. That means there's no longer a contract. Someone said earlier in here that democracy was mob rule. And you're absolutely right. That's why we're not a democracy. We're We're a republic. republic. We're a constitutional republic. We're, we, if you've all been taught the wrong thing, let me teach you the right shit. We are not a democracy. A matter of fact, one of the longest papers I ever had to read was Benjamin Franklin's definition of why the United States will not be a democracy. It is about 241 pages (coughs) of the most blandest writing I've ever heard. However, it ends with the best page of fire I've ever seen. And he explains at the end of it, The reason the United States was created was we were created as a constitutional republic, meaning controlled by the people, with the people, through the people, not through the government, not by the government, not with the government. 
The whole reason Benjamin Franklin created, and, and I'm sorry, you can argue with me th about this later, but I'm sorry. I'm a little bit of a historian on this. I can tell you some shit you probably didn't know. However, the reason Benjamin Franklin created this constitutional republic was a complete fuck you to England. And I'm sorry, Clary Lou, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the your king. ancestors way back. But this is a complete fuck you to England saying, hey, look, no, you can't control us. The only people that control us, unlike your society, is our people. It's mob rule here in America. Essentially, is what they said. The people control the tenor of the country. Once again, the people hold the power. It's not the government. Uh, apparently, it was Zuckerfuck who said that who you follow affects your credit. He explained three degrees of separation implemented <laughs> a long time ago, mentioned it once on TV. That he would report, Facebook would report to the social credit agencies who you follow. Well, I, that's why I'm going to get the fuck off of it as soon mm -hmm. as I get the rest of my pictures downloaded. I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm out. I, I don't even want the account back because I don't miss it. No. It's the same vile shit that I saw before, and I, I, I don't need to watch that shit. I'm no. good without it. Yep. You want to see how else they're fucking the Constitution? This is really interesting. You know, Ken Paxton down in Texas, he's he, he straight up said, he's like, Biden better watch out because I'm coming for him. So, check this out. This is very interesting. I think Liana might have played this this morning. The Court of Appeals in the state of Texas Apparently now, you cannot prosecute voter fraud in Texas? Is that true? Was, yes, that is correct. They struck down a law from 1951. And by the way, one, I have four things that I'm supposed to do under the Constitution. The final thing is such things as are required by law. And in 1951, the legislature directed the Attorney General, it's the only thing I have original jurisdiction on as it relates to criminal matters, was voter fraud. And the Court of Criminal Appeals, all Republican, by the way, and by the way, nobody knows who they are. This is why I think they've been put there. And I'm, I'm convinced they're, they're, they're not Republicans because they struck down this law and it said that I don't have the authority to go to court as attorney general because I'm in the executive branch. That, that was their rationale for striking down saying it was unconstitutional for the attorney general to be in court. And I'm like, is that the most insane decision ever? But they did it. And now it's up to the local DAs to prosecute it. Do oh, you my think gosh. The Travis, County, the Travis County, the Dallas County, the Harris County, which is Houston, Bear County, they're not going to prosecute voter fraud. Guess what? They just opened up voter fraud. And the, the people of Texas need to know that. And there's three of the nine members up coming up in March for a primary. We have to find people to run and we have to beat those people or we are going to lose the state. Because I tried to get this law passed again. So that I would have, I could start doing it again and make them strike it down again. And guess who killed it? Dade Phelan. I called them. He never returned my calls, but he, I was told by his team that they had, they didn't have time to pass this law, even though I got it. Oh my Senate. gosh. That's where we are with Dade Phelan. That's where we are with the Texas house. And that's where we are with the court of criminal appeals that no one knows. And by the way, that is our highest court. It's like our Supreme court. We're only one, uh, one of two states that has this for all criminal matters. So I have no appeal rights. So when they strike down this as unconstitutional and say, I can't prosecute voter fraud, 
I have no ability to get around that. I'm stuck. And that's what I'm trying to fix. Okay. So who needs to be called? The the house? The house needs to pass this next time. It's a lost two years that I can't prosecute their fraud. And in March, I'm I think we're I think we're gonna have three people to run against the members of the Court of Appeals. We've got to get those people elected because we lost eight one. And if we can get three new members, we'll at least be five four. And we'll be sending the message. You cannot strike down. Uh, hey, who are those three members? Federal. Who are the three members that are? That uh, are I do not have that. I don't have it. Look, I, I'll yeah, find and I bet you, if, Yeah. Three members are going to be up this time. I think uh, one of them is like uh, Michelle Slaughter. I think Barbara Hervey. And I'm trying to remember the, the third one. I think those are the three that are up. Okay. We'll find out. And uh, I, 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 deal, I, Glenn. I, don't, I don't think there's any more important issue than making sure we fix that court. Because why did this we, happen? We, How did this happen? Okay, so I think George Soros, in my opinion, oh, he, thought he was trying to do three things. One, get the DAs elected in these liberal counties. So he, he beat all these Democratic DAs that were prosecuting crimes. He did it in Travis County, an unseated Democrat there that he didn't, was actually prosecuting crimes. He did the same thing in San Antonio. So he got control of that, knowing full well that this would affect vote, voting. Second, he, put, he helped put nine members on the Supreme Court, actually eight. Kevin Urey is awesome. Uh, the other eight, no one knows who they are. And I think he, because Republicans don't know who these people are, um, he was able to get these members of the court to strike down this law. And then the third strategy was get rid of me. And then there's no hope. There's nowhere to go. So that was the goal. They didn't get rid of me. So there's still hope. And we've got to change the Court of Criminal Appeals. And we've got to get the House next time to pass this law. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> Telling the attorney general that he can't go to court. I'm I'm sorry. What? Texas. Texas. What? Hey, this the is attorney general can't this prosecute a case. This is in Texas. This isn't in fucking because he Chicago. called the speaker for being a drunk ass on the floor. This isn't in fucking Illinois. This is in Texas. Yeah. Texas. A red state, Tejas, red state. A state I got a lot of respect for because a lot of good shooters came out of Texas. Not as good as me, but a lot of good shooters came out of Texas. I wonder how many good shooters are currently coming into Texas over the border. Probably a lot. Because remember those those lines we were watching yesterday? All Walking. military aged men. There was no families. And there were no kids, the no border wives. Patrol agents, the no Border nothing. Patrol agents that were waving them in. Were they checking them for weapons? No. no, no, they weren't checking them for anything. They weren't checking to see if they were sick. They weren't checking them for COVID or they weren't giving them vaccines. They were just waving them through. Just here you go. So, go I, on I in. Mean, look, hey, the closest military base is over there. Go look, blow that shit up. Hey, folks, listen. That's literally what they're, they basically, they might as well be saying to the migrants coming across the border. I'm not bullshitting you. Listen, if you don't know what an invasion looks like, that's an invasion. Yeah. Because all they got to do is get their hands on guns. And that's not hard. And it's not hard to do in this country. Especially in Texas. There's guns everywhere. I, 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 no, I don't, don't take what I'm saying the wrong way. I'm not arguing about, no, I think every American should have their right to the second amendment. The point I'm saying is that there are guns everywhere because in Texas, they believe in the second amendment. And in Texas, everything tries to kill you. So you damn well better be armed. I, that true. Seriously. 
So, and I don't mean the people, I mean everything else. Look, I, I mean, you can't shoot the sun, but you know, that tries to kill you too in Texas. You do you. I mean, I, that's, that's where we're at because it, it's not about this people thing. We got to get away from this because this people thing's going to kill us. Yep. We, we just can't agree. People can't agree. They cannot come to a resolution that makes sense. Uh, there's nothing about our government that makes sense. Somebody tell me one part of our government that makes sense. Because I tell you what, I've gone through the VA system. I've gone through the army system. I've gone through the DOD system. I've gone through the sock system. None of them, none of them make any sense whatsoever. There's like eight systems watching the other 22. Seriously, when Mick went to the VA, this is the stupidest fucking thing ever. He went to the VA to file for his disability. Okay. And they informed him in advance to bring his medical records with him. So he brought in a I had a hand truck. No, I uh, no, had no, a hand first, truck. No, no, first, no, the first no, time the you first went in time. there. No, the, the first, first time, time you went in there, you went in when there were the thumb drive and they said, no, we need paper oh, records. Oh, that's right, that's right. He that's literally right. went in with the thumb drive and they were like, no, we need your records on paper. And he was like, are you fucking kidding me? I, okay. So. I went back to my he went, unit. He went to his, he used like, what, like four boxes of four paper? Reams. Four reams. Four reams. Or four, well, four boxes four, four of paper boxes. five ream boxes yeah. for all so my medical, all the medical records. And, and wheeled them into the VA sided. on a fucking hand truck because he's he's got four paper boxes stacked up full of medical records and with the thumb drive on the top. And he walks in and he drops it off and he goes, here's my medical records. And they were like, how are we supposed to read this? He said, well, that's why I brought you the thumb drive that you refused the first time. Oh. How fucking stupid are you? Like, literally, I just wasted all of this. I mean, I should have called fraud, waste, and abuse on myself because I just wasted all of this government money for something that's as stupid as some bitch at the counter that just didn't want to do her job. Yep. That's okay. One of the things that I learned about the military is this too. Self-reliance is mandatory. Remember. You have to be your own it, advocate. It's your promotion. It's your award. It's not somebody else's. It's the same thing in the civilian world though. Like I remember when I first got promoted at, at that, Hilton. Can, can you go ahead? Give me a second. I'm going to go there. Okay. All right. Yep. It's your award. It's your promotion. It's your rank. That's what you get in the military world. In the civilian world, it's no different. You get your accreditation through your actions, not by your, not by what's on paper. When was the last time you ever saw somebody promoted just based on paper? Normally the people I've seen promoted, even in the firefighter, I'll even go as far as the firefighter realm. Those people were promoted, not, yes, it was what they had on paper, but a lot of it was based off of character and consciousness during a fire. And that's really important. So say what you want about like, for instance, Leanna, 
she played today. She had some lady on at the after ends that they were talking about Hawaii and a shit we've already played. Yeah, it was from August. It was old, but that's okay. <laughs> she uh, was talking about the chief of police in the FBI National Academy. You all know or should know. If you don't, I will educate you now. The FBI National Academy is an academy that the FBI puts on for police officers, not for FBI agents. It's for police officers to learn how to work with the FBI. Okay. It's actually, believe it or not, it's really good because you find out about all the facets of the FBI. You find out about their, um, like the criminal mind show. Um, their, I forget what it's called. It's the behavioral unit. Criminal minds. Yeah. The TV show, Criminal Minds. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I but know. it was uh, the behavioral something analysis unit is what it's called. But they that actually exists. That's a real thing. It's not fake. And they have caught serial killers before. They're not a fake sh- thing. It's a real thing. Um, oh, yeah. They've got that creepy ass dude that looks like a fucking kid. That, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he got fired for being a creepy ass dude. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Long story short, the, the point is that's what the FBI national Academy is. And she said, Oh, he's a graduate. Yeah. Most police chiefs in America are graduates of the FBI national Academy because normally the only way you get invited there is you're a major above in the police force. That's the only way you get invited there unless you did it through the military. You're on a promotion track. Correct. Yeah. So just because he had that doesn't mean shit. And All the it means government's is, gotta indoctrinate you if you're on a promotion track. Hey, bingo. All right. Continue. I'm done. It's you true. got it. You, no, no, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. You you said it all right there that I don't even have to continue. Go ahead. I'm I'm shortening my speech to go to this, the members of Congress speaking on the House floor. Okay. Well, here I'm, I'm done. You're you, you encapsulated that in three seconds. <laughs> well done. Go team. Oh, all right. Well, this guy is uh, pretty pissed. It's fun. Back. The chair will remind all persons in the gallery that they are here as guests of the house and that any manifestation of approval or disapproval of proceedings or other audible conversation is in violation of the rules of the house. For what purpose does the gentleman from Alabama seek recognition? Without objection, the gentleman is recognized for one minute. Mr. Speaker, last weekend, more than 20,000 illegal immigrants crossed the U.S. southern border. President Biden's only solution to historically massive border numbers is to warn migrants not to come and to claim our border is secure. Meanwhile, the cities that the migrants end up in are forced to figure out where to house them and how to care for them. And the American taxpayer is footing that bill. So far this year, over $200 million of Chicago's $500 million budget deficit has gone to migrant care costs. New York City Mayor Eric Adams recently warned citizens that the cost of migrant care could mean cuts to the city's services due to a financial tsunami. The governor of Massachusetts has declared a state of emergency due to the onslaught. Leaders in sanctuary cities might have asked for this crisis by offering themselves up but the American people did not. The United States is nearly $33 trillion in debt. Biden economics has caused a 17% inflation 
And American people, 70% of them are now saying they are feeling financially stressed. But Biden still seems to think that taxpayers have millions to spend. Let me say this to the administration. You can either close our border or we'll close the, the government. time has Thank expired. Close our border, or I, we're going to close it ourselves. I, I no, no. He said we're going to close the government. I, I, I disagree. No, w w yeah, I agree with what you said. I don't agree with what he said. Mm -hmm. Texans, I, I don't understand what we're doing down there. Because I, I thought you guys were some gun-toting, loving patriots, and I know down there, it's some deep Southern people down there that live down there. It takes a certain rot in your car to live there. You, you got to fight it. It, it. That's not an easy life. What are we doing? Folks, this is something personally I think we could handle. You got enough suppressors in Texas. We can make it quiet. All you got to do is kill a couple. Trust me. They stop coming after you kill a couple. They just, nope, I ain't trying there. It sucks. But look, we have to stop this invasion somehow. Right now, we are open. Our buttholes are open. This is like you are in prison with R. Kelly. If you're a female. If you're a male, well, it's another story. You're in prison with Bubba. And neither one is a fascinating ending the point being is look that's how open we are we don't they were just talking this morning on cnn of all places about afghanistan migrants coming across the border from afghanistan <sighs> how do we not know these motherfuckers are taliban how do we know that these motherfuckers are not coming back here to get me what do you think that the uh just i'm asking for a friend what do you want to bet that the the media spins that and says that they're the there are friends that were left behind? No, with no, the no, no. And that yeah. it's a good thing they're coming across the border. No, you don't think the media will do that? No, I do. Yeah, but it's not. No, I know, but I'm telling you, that's the narrative. They're that's the gonna, only people getting the money for that. Mm -hmm. I am just, I'm just saying. Look, this. Probably is going to get us in trouble. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, whatever. Look, the guy that got me that fucking split my grape, mm -hmm. that cocksucker was in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Okay. You, you want to know the truth? Here's the truth. The guy that got me in Iraq some 15 years before, he was found in Kentucky at a bar talking to a bunch of other guys about how he got a bunch of American soldiers while he was in Iraq. And it was one of you all, one of you patriots that overheard the conversation, remembered it, reported it. And when they caught him, like three days later, they were looking for this guy, me. And they were like, who is this guy that called this guy out? I never called him out. Um, I just heard the story. I was like, wait a minute. That's my story. That's like exactly what happened to me. And I said, 
I sent an email to the FBI agent at the time that was investigating it. And I said, whoa, dude, that's the shit that happened to me. And he sent me an email back almost immediately. I already left the office, uh, but it was almost immediate and it sat all weekend. And then the next thing you know, Monday morning, I walk into work. This some bitch been, been arrested. And now I've got to fly to Kentucky in 48 hours to testify against him. And I'm like, what the, f I, I don't know if it's actually him, but that's the story. And so, yeah, I fly back there and sure enough, it, it's the same. Turns out it's the same cocksucker. He was there that day. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So how secure is your border again? Just asking for a friend because, because he was already here. If that cocksucker got me when I was in Iraq in 2005 and then got arrested in 2013 in America. Hmm. How secure is your border again? Well, the borders are pretty open under Obama too. And honestly, we, I mean, anybody with a brain expected this wave because the temperatures have finally started to drop just a little bit. More people cross in the fall and it's only going to get bigger. Yeah. It was fucking gorgeous here today. It was beautiful. It was, it's I don't know about you all. Season. I hope you all had a beautiful day. I have to make like 200 antennas in the next three days. And then I have to do fall planting all along my new fence. And writing. And writing. You can do that at night, though. That's easy. Yeah. Tonight, I'll be up all night building, finishing the website, getting it all laid out properly, getting the link to the Patriot Party pod on there and, you know, different gotcha. shows and things like that. That's my plan tonight. I'll be in here working on the website. And yeah, writing. Fun times. Good stuff. Yeah. All good. 200 electroculture antennas. Yeah. Small number. That's not a big deal. Maybe more. Probably more, actually, because that's just to get me up to the inventory so, numbers I want to start with. So you did find the Eric yeah, Adams clip. I did. I and, found it real and this quick. This is something that, you know, hey, folks, you want to know how bad it's getting? This is what's going on in New York. This mm. is impressive, actually. The time has come. I not walk down the street. I am really impressed with New York City right now. Uh, I couldn't be more proud to have lived in the boroughs. Um, my lifetime and i know my wife can't be more proud but this is this is impressive new yorkers you guys got my hats off to you folks i'm dead serious keep this shit up because this has got to happen every fucking day Do y'all hear the booze? Mm -hmm. Folks, listen. All right. One of the things I know, go back, go back in this video, please. Bring us back to uh, the beginning of that video because uh, one of the things I want you to see is some of the smiles. All right. First of all, go forward just a little bit from there. I, we don't have to play the audio. I just want you to get some of the cops. So hold on. 
Hold on, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. There's the Jew that comes out that shakes his hand because he's Jewish and he's fat. And I don't know why he gets to shake his hand, but he probably has something to do with the kids. Stop right there. So the whole Asian man, look at the smile on his face. Oh, yeah. All right. Look, the cops aren't trying to force that guy back. The cops are letting him scream. The cops are letting Eric Adams hear that. If the cops were really good at their job, that guy wouldn't be anywhere near where Eric Adams is at. If Rudy Giuliani were walking in that building, there wouldn't be a person screaming like that anywhere near him. However, it's Eric Adams. The cops are pissed off too. You can't look at the guys in uniform and just judge them on the uniform. I get it. I get it. You all know cops. Everybody knows police officers. You know me. I was a cop. Yeah, I, I was. I'm not anymore. I was, though. That being said, you know a cop. Don't think of them like they're these. A lot of the cops believe the same thing I believe. In the Constitution. The Constitution is... You want to know how to fix this country? I, I can give it to you in one simple step. Go back to the Constitution. If we go back to the Constitution, guess what? You're not going to have a neighbor across the street who's bitching about your yard or bitching about your chickens or bitching about your wall. Why? Because they know they can come knock on your door and say, hey, neighbor, look, we all support each other here. I need your help with this. That's how shit is accomplished. It's not accomplished by calling the county government. It's not accomplished by calling the cops. Back in the day, we settled things like men. You come knock on my door. We talk about it. It's all done. I'm all about open conversation. I am all about that. I fucking come on here for two hours a night. I can definitely waste two hours of my neighbor's life. Point being, that's, that's what we have to go back to. Each man in charge of his own castle. That's what we need. This bullshit with the government, just I'm sorry, it's not working anymore. You can't tell me that I can rely on the government because I can't. Took them five days to get fucking water to the Superdome. What else do you want me to say? Well, that's FEMA. That's the government. That is the government. What else do you want me to say? You can't tell me anything that's going to make anything better. And I'm, I'm really getting sick and tired of these millennials bitching about the, the Gen Xers, how we had it easier. Look, you fuck sticks. You don't know what hard is. You cocksuckers want to talk about hard. Come live a day in our shoes. Trust me, the pain we feel, you'll never feel. Don't give me this shit. Oh, well, our parents had it so easy. No, we didn't have it easy. That's the reason you were raised the way you were raised. Get the fuck out of here. Try and tell me you had a hard life. Fuck off. Crack smoker. Jesus. I, that shit pisses me off. I can't stand that shit either. But it's what we got to deal with today. We're, we're responsible for everything. Gen X, guess what? 
it ain't easy for us. We're responsible for the whole kit and caboodle. And it's on us to fix it. And that's what everybody's expecting. Yep. And if you thought that it was going to be easier, nah, it ain't going to be easier. But it can be. You can make it easier on yourself. All you got to do is start growing your own food. Mm -hmm. Start taking care of your family. Mm -hmm. Stop letting them put injections in your arms. Mm -hmm. And just being free. Do your thing. It's not up to me to tell you what to do. Do you. I, I do me. I take care of me and my family. My family tells me what they need. I do it. It's done. You got to do you. And nobody should give a shit about what anybody else is doing because they're taking care of their families. I don't give a fuck what my neighbors do. My neighbor could put in fucking a goat farm next door. I wouldn't give a shit about it. Don't care. Yeah, even, you know, at our old house on the island, the bigger island, um, what? just around the corner, there was a little little homestead there. They had a horse, they had some chickens, a rooster. That fucking rooster woke me up every morning. Every morning, 5 a.m. 5 a.m. That no bitch doubt. started crowing every single day. It's way and louder than ours. I, seriously. Because I can't even hear ours. I do. Most but mornings. I, and I loved to sleep with the windows open at the old house just because it was small and kind of stuffy. Um, especially when Mick was at the firehouse, I was, I always slept with the windows open. That fucking rooster woke me up at five o'clock every morning. I was like, son of a bitch. And then we moved and you know what? I missed him. I missed hearing it. I like hearing it. I, you know, let you know that a new day started and that you survived the night that God mm -hmm. allowed you to wake up. You See, know, it's a simple, okay. What, one of the things uh, I'm going to critique your show this morning, because I, I did listen. I listened the whole way through. I know you were standing at the door with part of it. Yeah. I, more than part of it. I was actually standing around the corner for most of it. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, I just can't come on here and do that. Folks, I, I cuss. I do. I swear. Mm -hmm. um, something I've never been able to control. I look at it as a blessing from God. Because I'm the one person that you can't withhold my tongue. I, I'll tell you anything. Uh, my kids have proven it. They say things that normal kids shouldn't say in places they shouldn't be in. But my kids say it and they have no fear. It is ridiculous to see them watch, watch them do it with no fear. Like no fear of any repercussion. Like nothing's going to happen to me. My dad's right there, dude, I'm good. You're going to die before anybody touches me. So I look at it as a blessing and a curse, but I, I can't do something like that with the Bible. I it just, I would, I would say something that would, but you wanted to critique my show. What's your critique? No, it just do the Bible. Seriously. What? Not the little opening monologue. It, it's, the prayer? It, it's okay. I know. Start with it. Absolutely. Start with a prayer. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think you can read the Bible without, without starting, starting with, with a prayer. prayer. Yeah. I, I've always believed that mm -hmm. I bless myself every time I even speak of any gospel. It's mm -hmm. just something I do, but that's a Catholic thing. But just the biggest thing I think most people don't understand. You're just reading from a book. Nobody else wants to pick up. Mm -hmm. 
My question is, why don't you want to pick it up? Because. Because I was compelled to pick it up. I, I, I've always picked it up. I, I don't. That part of me, that just doesn't make any sense. Like one of the few things we should be doing is this, but I love that you're doing it. And I love that people are actually watching it. And like we had people commenting this morning. I was like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You know, a lot of people watching. And I was like, man, maybe these are people that are just reading the Bible for a second time, or maybe this is a third time. I, I don't know, but. Or maybe you've read the Bible before, but you've not heard it read aloud. Because it's very different when you hear it read aloud. That is true. Versus reading it yourself. When you read a book yourself, if like in the baguettes, how many of you read, read the Bible and skimmed over the baguettes? Exactly. I did. I did. I am. I'm fucking. I'm sorry. And I'm yet, guilty and, of it. And it was I a struggle. I swear it to you because holy crap, keeping up with the names. I just. The names are tough. It was a struggle, but they're important. They, they show you bloodlines. They show you lineage. They show you our history. They show you where we came from. Well, the. They show you a history. What mm -hmm. history? We're really not sure. Don't know. Because I'm sorry. I even that one is a rough one for me to believe now. Because what lineage are they talking about? Which side of the lineage are they talking about? I don't know. I thought it was interesting though that um one of Lot's virgin daughters, who essentially got him drunk and raped him, um, named her son Moab. The mother of all bombs. Yeah. In reading it, I got the feeling that maybe they were Nephilim. Those children. Hmm. Giants. I don't know. Something about how they were described. Rather large. Oh, something something about the, the wording, the phrase. I, I can't put my finger on it. It just made me first. Or do they just they have Nephilim. big dicks? I mean, I mean I'm too. just wondering because, I mean, you would also equate that mm -hmm. being weather rather well hung yes the thou them and then incestuous and other bullshit <laughs> um I, I i think a layman's take on the bible is just as important as a percoil uh, i can't even say it a pastoral take yes a pastoral take on the bible which was you know funny Someone asked me yesterday if I was a pastor. And I brought it up to Gabriel last night. I said, someone asked me if I was a pastor. And he said, well, you need to write a book. What was Jesus? Exactly. I said, what was Jesus? How can I be a pastor if I don't have a church? If I don't have. Jesus didn't have a church. People. Jesus didn't have people. Mm -hmm. He never disciples. Mm -hmm. Not at first. Nope. Hmm. First female pastor. Hey, there's possibility for everything yeah, these not days. First, not even close. There's plenty of female pastors. Where? Doctor Stella. Okay. True. True that. I'll give you that. Lots of female pastors. It's only the Catholic Church that prohibits women from yeah. 
No, no, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. No, I don't disagree. Yep. And they've even laxed on that because now they, what's your consideration of women? Because now, now you got to ask that, the Pope, what's your consideration of women? No, no. Now the Pope is saying that priests can get married again because the edicts that they put in a thousand years ago is only supposed to be temporary. I wonder if there's a, do the same thing with the IRS. Seriously. The Pope said that priests should be able to get married again because that edict that came through was supposed to be temporary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that shirt. Doesn't that's, it, though? That's bad. That's mm -hmm. really bad. That's. Mm -hmm. Oh, when did that come out? A couple weeks ago. Yeah. That explains some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You got a lot of time left. Yeah. Hmm. On another um, related subject, although it won't seem to be or unrelated, no, no, related, In your case, related, but but it'll it'll seem unrelated. Um, anyone throw pottery, ceramics out there? Looking for thirteen ceramic vases with tops. That with can can withstand high heat. Hey, any of you? Uh, I, I'm sure we've got some. I'm sure somebody does something with ceramics. Mm -hmm. Thirteen ceramic vases with tops that can withstand high heat. I'm pretty sure you all know why too. I don't even have to tell you, so it doesn't matter. That's what I was told. I need. Wow. Actually. It'd be 26. I need 26 of them. How big? You you gotta you gotta give some know. dimensions here. To hold a book. Okay, big enough to hold a book. How yeah. big of a book? Uh how many books are we talking about? One book in each. Okay. How many pages? I roughly? don't know. Just no idea. Give no me idea. a rough estimate. A couple, like, like 300, 400. 400 pages. 400 so, for the, the one and, yeah. So just go with 400 pages, mm -hmm. even. Yep. Because that will fit everything. So if you're a somebody that does a lot of pottery and you work with clay. Mm -hmm. Always in Texas, there's pots. Look at that. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Damn. See? <laughs> As yeah, if, you guys know me too well. As if it wasn't already planned out. You guys know me too well here. Yeah, holding back a little bit, but um, I got. Uh, tell them. I got to write the books. No, tell them what, I, what's with the thirteen pots. Very, what's the deal? I was very specifically told that I need to write the books and thirteen copies of each, and put each one in a vase, in a ceramic vase with a top that will withstand high heat. So, okay. So, uh, how do you all react to that? I mean, I'm, I'm asking for, maybe we're crazy. Maybe we're fucking psycho, but seriously, how would you react to, if you were told something like that, how would you react? 
Just seriously. No, no. Ask yourself the same question. If somebody told you that said, for instance, Texas trout, just cause you're right there and you're in pink and I'm sorry, I got to make fun of you cause you're in pink Texas trout. If somebody sat there and told you, you have to make 13 bosses and 13 bosses have to be made of pottery and they have to be able to withstand high heat and they have to be able to contain 400 pages of a book. How would you react? What would you do? What was your answer? Do you just say yes? Yeah, that's pretty much where I was at, y'all. That's that's exactly what I asked about. <laughs> yes. And that's exactly how they found the sea scrolls. That's exactly that was exactly the answer. That was the answer. Yeah. It was exactly how they found, found the sea scrolls. They'll be found in the future. So it's not to be found now, it's mm -hmm. meant to be found later. So it's not for us, it's for what's coming. Mhm. Mm so we're not a part of the picture. We're just there. We're just, we have the ability to comprehend and reason and say, yeah, we're fucked. We got that. Always in Texas. Let me know how much that would cost. Send me a, a quote, email me, mcvlin at gmail.com and I'll work it out. We have to figure it out. Yeah, we got to do it. We have to do it. We don't have a choice. So. Yep. We've That's been it. told to. So. Apparently. And I said. Yep. Okay. Yep. I will add writing two books to what's on my plate because I'm launching a business tomorrow. I've got, you know, I don't know. I don't even know how many antennas to make. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, stop taking stop. care of the stop. animals hey. and all this. And you hey. know what I got wait, back? Wait, 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 you know wait. what I got back? You know what? Quit bitching. You didn't ask for help. Well, you did, but you didn't ask the right I way. I didn't ask the right way. I didn't the, ask the right person or yeah, entity. You have to. Okay. Okay. So there's a little bit here. You can kind of. All right. You haven't asked those around you for help. No. Nope. Well, that's not true. I mean, with the fence, I asked Wix and Heather and they showed up. No, and no, came no, and no, no, no. I'm not talking about them. I'm yeah. talking about your immediate family. You have true. a 16 year old that's true. been looking true, for true, a job true. for I months. Know. I know you can put him to work right the fuck now yep. and say, look, son, the food that you get paid is your rent and your abode. Well, I mean, he needs to pay car insurance and a phone bill, but if the electroculture takes off, then I can pay him to help me make rods. So I, I, I mean, you have your own workforce. I do. We can call it slave labor for now, but I mean, that's why we had children, right? Exactly. That's why that's why everybody isn't that had... why anybody has children because they got rid of slavery. Yeah. <laughs> if people understood that, then maybe their kids would work better. God damn. <laughs> oh, let's smoke again before we go. Okay. Because why not? Why not? We'll just smoke. We'll not play the music because it's whatever. Fuck it. Doesn't work. It's just not well. We we don't have the right music and it's not the way we want to play it. So you guys can see us too. Cause part of this is like, Hey, look, we, I know, I know a lot of people say they'll live us. They live a certain way. And then you find out later on now nah, they were never doing the shit they said they were doing. On the other hand, we live this way. This is what we do. Like, I get y'all. There's some people out there that are anti-weed. Fine. 
You want to be anti-weed? That's fine. fine. I used to be. Oh, I, yeah. I really did. I, I swear to God. For years. I, I was super against it. I'll tell you what, though. I started smoking again. I haven't gone to a big pharma product at all, except for maybe an aspirin. I went to an aspirin once because I had a headache. But then I also found out that fucking weed cures that if you give it a little bit. It just takes a little bit longer, but it's fine. Well, that's okay, because guess what? Joe beat big pharma. No, he didn't. I, I mean, that's what he claimed. Just uh, This is the last clip of the night, and we'll smoke again. It's funny as fuck. We finally beat Big Pharma. I've been fighting it since I've been a front freshman. Let's do that again. We finally beat Big Pharma. I've been fighting it since I've been a front freshman. How? It actually sounds like he said we finally beat Big Farm. But I don't know how we beat Big Pharma. I, 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 there's nothing to back that up. There's nothing. To there's, nothing. Yeah, there's no way you can nothing. support that claim. No. You can't discredit the claim either because what's he basing it on? I, I beat them at what? Exactly. Exactly. What is he basing? Did, I mean, did he, what is he basing the argument on? Did he, did he sit down since he was a judge of his that it, he be, he's been, he's been battling big pharma since he was a freshman. <laughs> literally what he said. <laughs> since he was having gay sex with a freshman. What? Oh, I don't know here. That's what I heard. Is it gay, gay, or is it gay, 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 gay? Yeah, I, I, is it you, like? Can you hear? I think you still hear Norman Reedus. We finally beat Big Farm. I've been fighting it since I've been a front freshman. <laughs> I, I heard I have a cock in my mouth. <laughs> it was the Linskys. Oh, that makes sense. That's why it says Chico ninety nine in the background. Okay, oh, totally. No, that was the Hispanic caucus that he mislabeled as the black caucus at the end of the speech by the way just in case you were wondering yes yeah the, the hispanics are real happy with joe right now just yes. say yes 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 i'm not and i'm hispanic so fuck off joe you ass clown yep nick identifies as mexican i do my my grandmother was born in Mexico City, mm -hmm. and he mows a great lawn. And I do. I fucking mow a fucking wonderful lawn. <laughs> Looks like a fucking dream. And I keep taking more and more of it away from my garden. <laughs> I know, and now I'm pissed because <laughs> now, now like, I got the fuck did I buy a tractor for? I'm Sunday's so small, gonna suck because just... I'm gonna like drive into a fence like thirty times. Probably. Don't knock that bitch over. It took me forever to put it in. Well, it might get a little knocked <sighs> over. You know. Want to get high? Yeah, get high. We can do it. Uh, actually, you we can play high? this music. Yeah, we I don't know why you couldn't play that with the. But it's not the right music. It's still not the right music. It's still not the right music. This is still not the right music. Okay. Because at the end of it, he asks. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. And this one doesn't ask that because I don't. I don't know what I did with that copy. It might, it might be in my, uh, in our instant messenger over here on pills. That's what, um, Leanna told me. She said, you probably have that. it saved in there. Just go look there. And I was like, all right, I'll go. Ooh, okay. that's weird. I didn't want that. What? 
when I try to share the application window, it just comes up as us again. Well, that's weird. I know, right? It's never done that before. Now it's having a problem. We're going to have to download that. In, <laughs> or All we no. have to do is make this monitor our primary monitor. Gotcha. <laughs> that's what we have to do because that's why this is the primary monitor, so yep. it's not picking that one up. Gotcha. It's okay. We'll fix it. Cheers. Cheers. It's Friday, fuckers. Yep. Hey, get high, but double header Friday. Keep your heads on a swivel. You got it's it. Important. <sighs> Shit's gonna get weird from here on out. You're looking at tomorrow. So I'm working tomorrow. Y'all fuckers that are working tomorrow. Keep your eyes out. Heads on a swivel. Y'all motherfuckers driving from coast to coast. My truck drivers, folks, keep your heads on a fucking swivel. Yep. Who knows what those retards are going to try and pull in front of you tomorrow. Christ. You can only imagine. You want to save your life? You don't want to go dealing with any of those dipshits that get in front of you anything Just, could happen tomorrow we have no idea or nothing or nothing no yeah. idea no idea except electrofreedom.com is opening tomorrow the day the world ends exactly moda, moda well, yeah. opens their store what i mean what else what could be a better day who else would do that right seriously seriously the only other better day would have been march 19th but i didn't want to wait that long Why March 19th? No, it's the start of the year. That's the day the world really ends. Well, this world anyway. This it's when the world begins. Begins, yes. It's when the shit really hits the fan. Yes, 923 is when electrofreedom.com opens. You can go there right now and sign up for the email list. And uh, as soon as the store opens, you'll get an email with a promo code for a free green thumb with a minimum purchase. I don't know how much, 20 bucks or something. It's yep. too easy. Yep. Dude, <laughs> get it? Hey, if you live in an apartment, get it. If you mm -hmm. live... Uh, if you're setting up a greenhouse for the winter or no growing plants inside, get if it. you're in a cold area, get get a six-pack of the 12-inch the or the 18-inch rods. It's basically buy five, get one free. Um, that's how I set up the pricing on that. And then, you know... Shit, nobody does that. The other ones were like $25 per rod. No, it was per for five. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because the first one we looked at, I thought it was per rod. No, it was per, I went back and looked and it was a five pack. Okay. It's just buried in there. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, I mean, that's a great way to start your plants indoors. Yeah. No, it's, it it's great for your soil. Up. Yeah. It, the, the part is it's great for your soil. It transfers the energy from the air to the soil and the soil gets it and it, it's even more abundant and twice as fertile. It's amazing. Trust me, you will not be. You won't be disappointed. They really, they really work. It's not and something I made up. It's something that I, I fell down a rabbit hole into and said, I mean, yeah, exactly. This, Texas Trout. this, this really works. And of course you're welcome to buy a bigger one from me, Texas Trout. You're welcome to buy as many fucking big ones as you want. I'm actually going to put together a package, um, a couple packages. Um, I'm going to put together like a, a storm breaker package and then like an ultimate storm breaker package. So it'll be, 
you know, however many nine rods um, in, you know, I'll do one at the five foot, one at the six foot, one at the seven foot. We're um, at what right now on the property? We're at 18 with two rods above 20 or 19, 19, 19 with, with yeah. two rods above 10 feet. Mm -hmm. Um, anything over seven feet, I can't ship. So you have to make it yourself. But, um, but I mean, honestly, the seven foot ones would be fine. And, uh, it'll come with directions on how to set it up in the Fibonacci sequence, uh, videos, and then a, a couple of video chats with me so that I can help you as to determine, you know, where to set it up. So, um, yeah, so it'd be a, a package deal there. So, Damn. yep. So that'll be coming out here soon. I'm just right now trying to get the website open with just the basic, you know, basic rods. I'll add other things. I'll be adding in pyramids and, um, cones. Yeah. Co like Fibonacci or Fibonacci spirals on the top out of copper. They're over there. Yeah, that's the mold for it there. So you'll have the rod and then you'll have the, the copper winding up on the top. Um, and uh, and then the packages, like I said. So, yeah. Um, it's a lot of work, but we'll you know get what? It. It's, it's worth it. And, you know, what you were saying before about it's your promotion, it's your job. Um, you have to be your own advocate and you have to determine your own worth. I learned that the first time I got a major promotion when I was working for Hilton and I went from being a, you know, hourly, whatever, making eight twenty-five an hour or whatever to, they promoted me to the assistant revenue manager. Remember that? And my boss said to me, he was like, oh, I'll go in and talk to the GMs and negotiate your salary for you. And I said, okay. I had no idea. And he came back. No, he did not value me as I valued myself. And I learned a hard lesson that day. Don't ever let anyone go in and negotiate anything for you. You do it yourself because you, you and you alone know how much you're worth. So I'm working my ass off to make these electroculture antennas. And my time is worth a lot more than what I'm charging y'all for it. Because I don't just take a stick off the property and wrap a piece of copper around it and stick it in a box. I put a lot more work into it. I sand it down. I mark it on the bottom. I burn in a line with an arrow so you can see it as to how deep it should go into the soil. Uh, I rub the top, the top with tongue oil because otherwise, no matter how old the, the stick is, when you put copper around it, it can very easily regrow. Not even kidding. I've got one outside right now in my tomato garden. I have a crepe myrtle tree growing up inside my tomato trellis. <laughs> so, uh, so I put tongue oil on it and, um, and I've been playing with some of them and, you know, engraving the name on the bigger ones, like the Mick, um, that kind of thing. And I draw the hole at the top and the bottom and wrap the copper all the way around. And a specific number of times it takes me, you know, it takes a, it's a process. It takes a while takes about two days of five, six hours a day to make about 50, 75 antennas. So once I get that process down and more organized, I can probably do 50 in a day. But right now, but am I selling them for 
if I valued my time at say $20 an hour, am I selling them for that? No. You know why? Because everybody else is doing that. Because I value you. Because I think it's more important to empower people to grow their own food than for us to make money. I am more than willing to donate my time to make these and charge literally the bare minimum that I can for it. Um, and realize, like we we it's know, important. The market's not going to be huge for it, but there are people in cities that they don't have the ability to get sticks like that. They don't have the ability to get wood like that. And honestly, the stuff you see on Amazon right now are pre-treated bamboo sticks yep. just wrapped in copper wire. I don't know where that bamboo was grown, what it was treated with. I guarantee you it was chemically pressure treated. Why do I want to stick all the, that shit in my soil? I don't. All ours come from our property. No chemicals. Properties. Yeah, no chemicals, no pesticides, no, none of that shit. And, you know, it's all hand, literally hand worked, hand, handcrafted. Every single one. Because I value the ability to learn. If I can make this for you, then I hope that it will motivate you to go and grow your food. Because it's the only way that we're all going to survive. Or any of us are going to survive. Or go make your own electroculture antenna. You can do that too. I mean, seriously, we'll, I'd we'll rather show you, do you it how. Yourself. I've already shown you how. But I understand a lot of people don't have access to the natural wood. And you don't want to buy those pre-treated chem chemical whatever shit on Amazon. Bullshit, yeah. Yeah. And that is another, we get it. We'll do it. It's not a big deal. That's not a problem. But at the same time, if you're in the area where you can do your own, folks, mm -hmm. the whole point, one of the, we started this show, we asked each other, we looked at each other, we were like, hey, what's the mission statement? What is the end all be all? of this like what are we pushing towards because neither one of us trust me i'm the last one that wants to see war in this country i am i am the one guy that's saying nope you don't want to do that you press that button it's not something you can take back because once you start me down that road i'm like a juggernaut it's done it it doesn't stop until Enemy's done and we're clear. Battlefield's secure. Everything's done. But same time, think about this. We have a chance here. If we do it the right way, we somehow, I, I don't know how you do it peacefully, eliminate the politicians. Defund the government. Maybe that's what the most peaceful, real answer there is. I, I, I've thought about it for a long time. I've been thinking about this for a hot minute, wondering what is the most peaceful solution to this that 
if you get charged and you find out and everybody realizes in the court case that what the government's got on you is bullshit, you're not going to jail, especially when everybody else did the same thing you did. <coughs> I don't know. A lot of people are in jail right now for exactly that. Makes you wonder. Mm. Yep. Double-sided justice system. This is, it, it can't be a fake thing because why are these people that weren't even in the Capitol on January 6th in jail? That's one of the biggest questions I've got. Mm -hmm. Like. Weren't even in DC. They weren't even in DC. Like we, how are we not in jail? Don't know. Like we were there. I've got pictures. I'll show you. I mean, we didn't go into the Capitol. We didn't go any place that was restricted or any no, place we weren't supposed to be. Because I was smarter than that. Because he was smarter than that. I knew where our turnaround point was. But our feet were on the ground. We were there. It's fucking cold. But it was not what they told you it was. I'm telling you that right now. No, not at all. The story we're being fed is bullshit. Every story that we're fed about everything is bullshit. Bullshit. Because I was there that day. I saw what happened. It was not what they're telling you. And everybody says, oh, well, no, there was, there was only like a hundred. No, no, there was not a hundred thousand people. On there the was ground. millions there. Millions and millions. There was millions of people on the ground that day. And they came in from everywhere. Mm -hmm. I have. We talked to Burmese people who were for Trump. Yeah. I was like, wait, Philippines? Burma. Yeah, above the Philippines, mm -hmm. north of the Philippines. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit, what yeah. the fuck are you all doing here? It was called something else until they their election got stolen and they I was overthrow, like, overthrew them. No, uh, Texas Trout, nothing happened with that. I have... He's asking me if anything happened with me being in front of their dumbass video. I've never been questioned, nope. never gotten a phone call, never, nothing, nothing. And in fact, I tried to join a class action lawsuit against them. And I was told that I didn't qualify because I haven't been charged or questioned. I was like, well, that's the point. They said everyone in the video had been questioned. And now I go to apply for a job and they, they're like, but you're under investigation from the FBI, blah, 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 which... I didn't bother to try, but literally my old boss like freaked out when he saw that video and called me and was like, what the fuck are you under investigation? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, what are you talking about? I've never even been questioned. But so Liz Cheney straight up lied. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She did or, <laughs> or it's the other thing I think. <laughs> Someone lied to her. No. Yeah. 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 That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because I Perhaps. think they saw the name on that and mm -hmm. they said, Hey, you need to go talk to this person. They, they said, said, Nope. No. Or they told her, okay, we've already talked to them. They're fine. They're clear. They're good. Yeah. No problem. I, I kind of think that that's kind of what happened. Yeah. That's probably the case. I mean, cause you know, like I know. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. It was cold. I looked like shit in that video, Texas Chat. I hope people don't recognize me from it. <laughs> there was hysterical though. Oh, it really. Because like 
me and Janet are right over your I know, shoulder. Right behind I'm me. Like, I'm freezing. I was. Oh, it was man, so it was cold. cold. It was fucking really cold. <sighs> we did not bring enough clothes with no. us. No. I thought we did. But no, we definitely didn't. No. Anyway, we got to get out of here, though. Freedom Gardens tomorrow at one. See. Heather will be in the house. Um, we're going to watch a very cool video about electroculture and why it works. It's actually just recently came out. Um, kind of the science behind it. And and of course, it's, you know, the official launch of Freedom Gardens Electroculture at electrofreedom.com tomorrow. Um, I will actually probably launch the website like during the show. Or I would, just, I, just would I would do it show. like, no, no, I would yeah, do, do it, it during as, the show. No, during the show. I yeah. do it like within the first couple of minutes so yep. everybody can see it, say, hey, it is now open. Yeah. Boom. Uh, do I think Dick Cheney is still alive or did they use a double? I, I don't know if any of them are still alive. Honestly, they could all be doubles. They could all be blanks. They could all be AI. I mean, they could all just be faces on the screen. When was the last time you saw one of them in person? Ooh. Don't know. I mean, except for Lauren Boebert's tits. Other than that, I can't really confirm anything is real. How do you know Lauren Boebert's tits are real? Because they got she got felt up in a fucking Beetlejuice um, on CCTV in it during a show on CCTV. So you can't AI that shit. <laughs> uh, other than that, though, couldn't. I mean, it could all be fake. It could all just be a game. It could all just be a show. Who knows? Kind of feeling we're gonna find out. Maybe, maybe, yeah. yeah. So, um, I am, uh, yeah. So that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Sunday. Sunday. True spiracy. Yeah. What are oh, we doing? and then I'm on Rise of Tire tomorrow too. Okay. Tomorrow well, after. Well, after talk about that. Show. So, at um, and Leon hooked me up with them. So, yeah, Rise of Tire at four o'clock tomorrow. I don't know if it's live or pre-recorded. Honestly, I have no idea. Um. Monday or no, uh, True Spiracy Sunday. Um, we're finishing Jubilees. Gotcha. Yep. Because uh, we finished book two last week, we but got book three. Yeah. So. Um, and then uh, yeah. Okay. So till then. Yep. She'll see you back tomorrow. Tomorrow. See you back Sunday. Mm -hmm. Till then, fuckers, have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Mm -hmm. Place out for the make. And Lynn. Peace. Thanks for watching, y'all. Have a great night. Growing tomatoes, yeah. Feeding the worms, I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick. Play.
place over a six foot grave before I take a knee as our anthem plays. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my second amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line, don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run or hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue color boy. Strapped up in a wacky, I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty south with a truck seat high and these straight pipes loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom, fuck a welfare now. Fuck around and find 